from downtown, this is Tim Kitsar from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, I played Astral Chain, and hey, there's another Switch Direct. I'm cooking curry this November. Goat Missile! Guess I'll just duct tape the SNES controllers to the Switch. Don't do that. That's really going to mess up your Switch. <laughs> Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 187. We are your hosts. I'm Trey, Animal Crossing weed dealer Johnson. I'm Jeremy. That SNES fake out, though, Mikowski. I'm John, whelmed knitter. Whelmed? Where? I'm whelmed. Not, not into it? Not into Neither here nor there. Not, in, not into having the greatest game of all time on the Switch? Spoilers. Well, Spoilers, uh, yes. That, that's later. I was pretty mad that it was so late, though. I'm sure you guys know, know what I'm talking about. But we'll talk, we're going to talk about it in the second part of our show, but we'll start off the show as we normally do and talk about games we've been playing and games that we got. <laughs> I didn't know there was going to be a direct this week, so... I mean, actually, this didn't have anything to do with my purchases. I was going to buy all this stuff anyway. But uh, I, have a, I have a second Switch now, so... Hey. Oh yeah, I wanted That's to awesome. say that I wanted to say that in the intro, you know, that I have a second switch and now I know the intricacies of having two switches, but you're a dual switch household. Yeah. Well, I bought a switch for Jess. She must know by now if you're talking about it here. Yeah, no, I gave it to her already. Hell yeah. So, dude. I waited like a day. Well, okay, so here, let me tell you about my uh, second switch story here. So I ordered it from eBay, like I said. Oh, like I kind of mentioned on the show, you, that you can buy like just the screen for like 150. I think I got it for 145 was what it was, and uh, I got it, and it has like a kind of a dent on the screen. It's like a little bit. It's like a little dot, sort of. It's like kind of like a divot, I guess. And uh, I I emailed them, and I was like, hey, there's a dent on the screen. And then I didn't notice on the description. The description said that like the screen might be scratched or dented or whatever. Yeah, and they're like, "Well, you can send it back if you want." So I was like, "Well, maybe I'll send it back." Or I was like, "Or I could like call Nintendo and see if it's still under warranty." And then I was like, "I was like, well, maybe I was like, I could just show it to Jess and see if she cares or not." And she didn't care, so I didn't email the guy back about it. She didn't really care that there was a thing on it because you can't really. If it bothers her, maybe she can eventually. Yeah, well, I'm still gonna replace it. I'm still gonna call Nintendo about it and see if it's under warranty and see if they can fix the screen for free. And I actually. I looked up videos on how to like fix your own Switch screen. I don't know if That's you've seen that, but but that shit is insane. There's no, I'm not doing that. You need like a oh, is that hard? You need like a heater. You have to like, well, you have to like get the, you have to get the, the glue, glue to dissolve to on it, and like all. I'm like, I'm not doing that. That's way too. <laughs> not not to mention like twenty, <laughs> not to mention like twenty some screws that you got to take out of the. Well, then if you mess it that. up, like you get the gunk on the actual screen underneath. Yeah, like no, the, the glue. I mean, I mean, once once I found out there was like glue and you have to heat a thing and put it on there and like try to get it, and I'm like, because you can buy like replacement switch screens for like ten dollars, like they're really cheap, but you got to go through all that shit to like 
get it removed, and that in itself is a pain in the ass from what I've seen. So, and I, and then, then I realized I was like, well, I, I should just give it to her and see like if she cares. She really doesn't care. It doesn't doesn't really bother. But I'm gonna. Where I'm gonna, is it on the screen? Is it in the corner? Well, I have it right here. I mean, this is an audio only podcast, but it helps if you guys can see what I'm talking about. You know, that's why I like to have that. But it's like right on the left side. Oh, I, I see, see it. it. You yeah. can see it. It's like a dot. That's not bad. It's really. I bet you only notice it when it's like a dark color underneath it. Yeah, I mean, it's, you only notice it when it's bright, when it's like a bright, like you'll see it here. Oh, that's when it's bright. Yeah, when there's a lot, lot of stuff around it. Yeah, like I mean, you can you can barely see it there actually, but if you boot it up like if you boot it up like Super Mario Maker or something, you would you would see it because it's like so yellow, you know. So are the the pixels themselves like messed up? On no, the screen, no, it's just, or is it just the divot? It's just like, a little, it's just the divot on the screen. That's all it is. Okay, but it's like refracting light in a weird way, and it's also a whole like yeah. It's it's just like it's like somebody like took a little like a little like screwdriver or something and just like dent, dented it. That's all it is. It's just a little dent. It's it little, fell on something. It's a little tiny dent. I don't know. It's a Harvey dent. <laughs> it fell on some spikes or something, but no, it work. It works perfectly fine. Uh, everything's fine on that. I I bought so I just bought the screen. So then I have four Joy Cons, so I can take my two Joy Cons and put on it. And it's hey, it's instantly a switch. Uh, we have two docks already, you know, so no problem with that. Yeah. I have three chargers, you know. I got plenty of shit to put on there. So um, so yeah, I went through uh, so I, we never we never mentioned this on the show, but like a, a couple weeks ago, there was a switch update that allowed you to have like multiple profiles on different switches which is kind of a game share thing but there's a lot of like quirks to it that's why i wanted to talk about it on here so like this is what i found out so i can i can sign in on her switch and that's my secondary switch and i can play games on that only when i'm connected to the internet like i can't play it with no internet connection even if i downloaded the system or whatever unless it's a physical game then you can play whatever you know that doesn't matter but she can't play any of the stuff that she can play on that one. She can't play any of the games that I have on that one because that's a secondary switch. So you can put you can put all the games that you bought on two switches, but one of them you have to be online all the time and nobody else other than you can play those games that you bought. It's basically how it works. Huh. So that's what I found out. And yeah, so like you have to so any sort of downloadable stuff has to have an internet connection, I guess, to prove that you bought it or whatever, which is kind of a pain in the ass. Because I thought about just I was like, well, I could just switch it because you can switch which one is your primary switch easily. You can just do it on the eShop. And I did that for her. So, like, whenever she buys something, she won't have to worry about, like, not being able to play it because it would have been the same thing because her switch, her primary switch is my is my switch also. Uh, so, like, okay. whatever yeah. whatever switch you got onto the eShop with first is your primary switch is the way it works. Automatically. Wow. So, you can go onto the eShop and tell the eShop to deactivate your switch as a primary switch and you don't lose any you don't lose any like data or anything. It'll just make it's it It's just like re- disconnecting and reconnecting your controllers. Kind of, yeah. One. It'll like disconnect. Yeah, no, it is. It is completely like that. Yeah, you disconnect it and then you have to get online, get on the eShop with whatever switch you want to be your primary switch and then it will switch. So this is like what you would do if you wanted to be a person who's like, I want to get the Switch Lite and that'll be my travel Switch and my other Switch will be my home Switch. You would have to switch them. You know, get it? You would have mm-hmm. to switch the you would have to switch the light to your primary Switch. Otherwise you would not be able to play it on the go unless you have a shit ton of physical games. That's how it works. I went through this whole thing to try to figure out how to do it because I was hoping that maybe if I like 
could do sort of a game share thing where I put it where I could put my games on both systems and we could both play them for free. But no, you can't do that. All right. So let me get this straight. So you're good because you already have all your games you bought. And then uh, and then if she gets any games, well, for one, she can play any of your games, right? No, that that was the thing. Like I wanted I wanted to have I thought that maybe if I got two systems, I could sign in on one of them Uh and download the games and she'd be able to play them, too. But you can only do that on your only on your primary system is where you can share okay. your games with other profiles. So if I switched my switch to her switch, then my switch would not be able to work if it didn't have an internet connection. Is basically oh. how it would work now. So all of the games that I downloaded would be unplayable if I didn't have internet. So and the main reason that I got it was like so we both had switches for our you know thirteen hour f- uh, flight to Japan and all that. So there's no guarantee of internet there and. And we might not have internet in well, Japan either. Well, it's good that, like, Breath so, of the Wild, is a, you've got that. It's a, a physical game, right? Yeah, I have that, but she can't really play that. That's too 3D, you know, and, and we oh, can make right. her sick. So it's like, that. so I wanted to get, I, wa- I wanted to, you know, get a Mario Maker for it, which I guess you couldn't play that either if we didn't have internet. So, but I did, I did end up buying her a $50 eShop card. So that's what happened. But she, I, I think she's going to save it for Link's Awakening, when, yeah. which is, which is like a couple weeks away, so. She should play uh, Stardew Valley. Yeah. <laughs> well, I tried. To, I thought I was like, oh, I could download a bunch of stuff on there and you can play it, but no, it didn't work. Because I because I was going to put like Celeste and stuff like that on there, you know. And so we have two switches, but as of right now, she can't play anything on it. Oh, ex- aside from stuff that was announced in the direct, she can play that stuff because she has it. I mean, she can play. She can play the NES Classic. She can play Tetris ninety nine because um, because you know she has a she has a separate. Nintendo online account. So she gets all that free stuff. So she can play that. But I tried to, I, I, you know, I experimented with the two switches for a while. Like I, 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 uh, I started like Super Mario Maker on both switches to see if I could play multiplayer and they won't let you do that, but you can't actually both play them single player, which is really weird. Cause you're not supposed to be allowed to do that. Can you say both save at the same time? I don't know. I didn't try. I just tried to see if it would, if it would work. Like I turned, so I turned my on, mine on, my primary switch. I turned my primary switch on with Jess's profile to Mario Maker Two, and then I used her switch and got on my profile in Super Mario Maker Two. And I wanted to see if I could create a multiplayer like match like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it found they found each other, but when you try to connect, it says you can't do it because you're using the same game two times. <laughs> so it basically says like, no, you you can't do this. But it'll actually keep the game running. So if you go to like Course World or whatever, you can play. Like I played, you know, I put two, I got two levels going at the same time on two separate switches. So I could do the single player, but not the multiplayer. So that's what became of all of my Switch experiments. But yeah, I've been messing around with a lot of that stuff since. So you did. Since you we did have get two now. One thing hacked. That's that's for sure. The Mario Maker. Yeah, we could both play it at the same time, but we can't play together at the same time. Weirdly enough, it's supposed to like it's supposed to automatically like pause whatever whatever you're using if you use like the same if you use the same software at the same time. Like even if you were using your account for both of them, you can't use you can't have two you games running like, at once. Uh, and all I'll that. say you should do like get it to connect like that and have a contest and be like thirty minutes, create a level, and then we'll switch levels, <laughs> and then whoever beats the other person's level first wins. Yeah, it sounds complicated. But I guess you have to get up. No. 
Well, if you're saving it into the same profile, then they would see it too, right? No, I mean we're say, we, we're using separate profiles. Like that's how I. Oh, uh, so you'd have to switch yeah. profiles to see the other levels. Yeah, I can't. I, I definitely. I'm, I mean, I didn't try starting it with the same profile. I tried. I tried starting it with our with each of our separate profiles, with Jess's profile, my profile, and see if we could play a game together. Because if we both, if I did it both on my profile, it shouldn't work at all, you know. But yeah, but yeah, no, it's it's complicated. Uh, for anybody who wants to know how to have two switches, I I am the master of it. You know, feel free to you're DM, learning DM me on Twitter or something. I know a lot of stuff about the, about the two switch world now. You're like Sakurai with the two uh, pro controllers. Is that what he did in the? I didn't watch all of the video <laughs> of the. He did that in the I, second one in yeah. the. Uh, the the Smash video. Yeah, that's what I mean. The banjo one. I didn't watch all of it. It turns out it was like twenty minutes long too. So I kind of glad I, t- I was like, I can't watch it for that long. I mean, I, have yeah. to, I, I mostly keep, just, keep it on the background. Yeah. No, I was just kind of like he was making some funnies. Yeah, I was. We were watching it. Jess and I were watching it, and she was getting bored pretty quick by the banjo kazooie stuff, and I didn't really care. And when it kept when it went on past ten minutes, I was like, okay, I'm good. Let's let's do something else. So yeah, so that so yeah, two switches. We have two switches now. Uh, Jess has a switch. Um, yeah, so that's, that's cool. Exciting. The Switch family has a new member. Yeah, so that's exciting. We just need stuff to play on it. But I mean, I guess it's a spoiler. We're going to talk about it later. But now that there's going to be more games available for her to free for free, there will be games to play as of sometime when you're hearing this right now, aka tomorrow, and and uh, recording time. But yeah, no, that was my biggest purchase was uh was the Switch. But I also I went so I went to GameStop. We went to GameStop on on Labor Day because we were waiting for the sushi place that we go to to open. And yeah, went to went to an old GameStop, see make sure they're still running there, you know. <laughs> and uh I got a couple things there. This I felt bad this poor little kid walked in and he uh went in and went in and walked right over to the wall and grabbed the Astral Chain box. Mm-hmm. And the dude was like, "We don't have any of those." And he like just he put it back and like put his head down and Aww. walked back into his parents' car and they drove away. I, was, I mentioned to Jess, I'm like, I, I hope, I really hope that they drove him to another store and that wasn't like the only store he could go to for the day, and that's all. And and he's defeated, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Is also, it rare or something? I mean, it's sold out. It's good. I mean, I guess people are buying it. I mean, I don't know how. Also, I don't know how many copies they got there. GameStop can be really weird about that sometimes. Where they don't order any copies, like when I bought those, like the the Dragon Quest games that I bought from 3ds for 3ds at GameStop, they got like two of those, maybe. Like I'm not exaggerating, they got like two for the store. So it's like, and you wonder why they're not selling because you're not getting any. I mean, that's another thing that that's made GameStops kind of screwed themselves over on is they've been kind of notorious for not ordering a whole lot of games. Like that's another thing that makes them suck they're always like keeping their stock as small as possible yeah they keep it low and it's like and they're kind and people get pissed off because the games that they want aren't there because they only ordered like three of them you know and if you didn't and if you didn't like pre-order it like you know when it was announced or something you're not going to get one you know so it's it's another like gripe that i've heard about them i don't think it's because there's so many of them in every region you know there's probably five game stops to every target at least yeah so they just have the same amount, but they divvy it up among all those stores. Yeah, but they, at the same time, they don't get very many though of the game. You know, if it's not yeah. like, are they owned by the same yeah. company? GameStop are you and just Target. Using that for a ratio. I was just using that as an example. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. no, no, you they're know, not. There's yeah. so many games. I was like, whoa, are they owned by the same company? It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, no, yeah. they're different. But yeah, no, we went into GameStop uh, and um, I bought a couple things. 
uh, by the way, like games are so cheap at GameStop. Like if you if you're looking to buy like old like Wii games or PS3 games or whatever, they're fucking dirt cheap. Uh, on the topic, we were talking about uh, Tony Hawk, you know, in our Patreon episode, and mm-hmm. I found Toki- Tony Hawk Ride there for ninety nine cents, yeah. and, and Tony Hawk Shred for ninety nine cents, but. They don't come with the board, so it's kind of like worthless if you don't have the plastic board. I also found DJ Hero 1 and 2 for like 75 cents each there on PlayStation 3. But no mm-hmm. controller. Yeah, no controller. Really? I did buy uh, – what was it? I bought Wii Music from, from GameStop for 75 cents. I've never played it, but I, I, it. But I bought it for 75 cents. Never played it. But never I haven't. booted it up? No, I didn't just because I just – I don't know. I just didn't – I guess I could just keep forgetting, forgetting about it. But I had to go get it just because it's 75 cents. I mean, come on. Yeah. it's. I rented it back in the day. It could be the worst uh, game of all time, but 75 cents, you can't really be able to go wrong with that. I mean, I just wanted to have I, it I just as a novelty. Mode. I thought that was fun. The conductor mode? Yeah. Yeah. I'll play it someday maybe if I get really, really bored. But from what's happening on the Switch, I never will be. Never will be bored because there's a million games on it. But uh, no, I got a – I bought a couple Wii games. I'm going to show you guys. I got a, I bought Batman the Brave and the Bold for Wii. Got it for $8. This game is actually supposed to be really good. It's made by WayForward, so that's a good that's a good sign. This is also a really good cartoon show, if you've ever seen it. It's like, it's basically Batman, but it's not like, it's it's him with all, he gets to fight all his weird villains, like Crazy Quilt and stuff like that, instead of like uh, the Joker mm-hmm. and Penguin. Kind of campy. Yeah, no, no, it totally leans into the campness, and that's what I love about it. And it's like every every episode, it's Batman and another character from DC, and they try to go super weird with it. So it was a really cool show. Anyway, I wanted to play this game. I got it for eight dollars. And uh, speaking of other comic book stuff that isn't as good, but I got Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer for two ninety nine. Random. I'm sure, it's worth every penny. It's not that random. I love wow. Fantastic Four. I don't. I never got this one. I have the first one on GameCube actually, but I don't have the Wii one. So. It was it's three dollars, dude. It's cheap. I was <laughs> like, "Fuck it, I'll get it." Just for the just for the comic, you know. I, I like the comic book, and that movie was okay, I guess, for what it was. But yeah, it's. I mean, it's very much like Marvel Ultimate Alliance three, just with just the Fantastic Four, from what I gathered. And also, this one was cooler. I bought this Metroid toy that I found from. Uh, what is that? It's a. It's like these uh, Samus toys. There's three of them. There's her regular various suit. There's like the black and silver suit from Metroid Prime Two, and then there's mm-hmm. the purple suit from uh, Metroid Prime Three. So there's three, cool. there's three different uh, Metro, uh, three different Samus suits on here. It's a fairly new toy. It was made uh, this year from is it Jack uh, Specific. It is yes, a Jack Specific toy. And I just I never see any Metroid toys anywhere, so I bought it. It was twenty bucks, but yeah, that's worth it. But I bought it because I never, like I said, I never see Metroid toy any toy anywhere. So I'm like, I get that. So yeah. I thought it was really cool. I haven't, o- I haven't, o- I haven't opened it because they're all kind of like I'm still not sure if I'm gonna open it or not. But yeah, I bought this. I bought a physical thing. I also because it's not an amiibo. It's not an amiibo. No, they. Uh, I looked at their amiibo. They had more than Target did, but none that I didn't have. So they they had a few Lucases, which I thought was interesting because you never see Lucas anywhere. They had like five Lucases. They had a couple Ryu's. You never see him anywhere either. Uh, some Splatoon ones. They had a they had a bunch of Animal Crossing ones, like in the back in the clearance area. So, but I have mo- I mean, I, I think I have all the Animal Crossing ones that I want that I ever want. So it's like I don't need any more. I mean, I got Mister Rossetti. I got the Owl. Well, it's like I, a I KK got, slider. I, I got KK. Doing. You know, it's like I don't need anybody else. I mean, I got Blathers. He's cool. You know, but um, 
Yeah, that was what I got for physical stuff from there. But also, since I was getting a second Switch, I decided to get a new controller. And I'm glad that I did because my Pro Controller, like, total, totally spazzed out Saturday night. Like, it, like, uh-huh. died completely. Well, it didn't die completely. It just completely stopped working. Like, all of a sudden, it started freaking out and all the buttons started, like... It was like it was hitting all the buttons at once. Like, all the cursors started going everywhere. It was, like, trying to put the system to sleep. And I was playing Fire Emblem at the time. I was, like, in the middle of a battle. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Because all of a sudden, my guys, like, start moving around. And I'm like, oh, no, no. Because I'm not, you know, you know, Fire Emblem. It's all precise, like, on each uh, move that you make. And, yeah, it freaked me out. So, like, I so I turned off the Pro Controller and I started it. And then it started doing it again. So, I'm like, fuck. So I so I stopped using it for a while and I and I had actually ordered it a while ago but I bought I bought one of these one of the 8-bit Do Pro controllers. I got it right here. Oh, nice. I had to get the black one because the other two were sold out and I had to wait like another week to get them. That's the That's Game the Boy. One I'd go for anyway. The Game Boy and the Super Nintendo one were sold out. So but yeah, no, this is a really cool controller. Um it feels really nice. You can tell that it's basically based off of a Super Nintendo controller. You know, because it has like the start and select buttons are in the are in the right place, and you know, like mm-hmm. the L and R buttons are up here. Interesting thing, also, it has analog triggers. These guys are analog back here, which is diff- cool. which is crazy. I mean, not that they would use that, but and from using it, I found out that it does have motion control. It's just not as good as the other one. But oh, really? But it does have motion control in it because I was playing Turok, and uh, Turok has motion control set on it, and it was just like. Just moving around when I moved the controller. It didn't feel as precise, I guess, as the Pro Controller, but yeah. Has rumble? Uh, it does have rumble, yeah. I don't think it's HD rumble specific, but it does rumble. Um, I'm wondering why it's 30 bucks less. Yeah, that's. I figured it was 30 bucks less because it didn't have motion control, but it does have motion control. It does have rumble. Uh, the Amiibo. I don't know. I haven't tried the Amiibo. It might not have that. Uh, might not have the NF- NFC thing on there, but yeah, it's a good controller. And one of my favorite things is the... Uh, the capture and menu buttons are down, are like way below here, so you don't actually hit it, accidentally way. hit them. Yeah, they're like under, so it's like really easy to not hit them. So I like that. One hundred percent of my capture pictures are accident. Yeah, no, I yeah. Jess's too, and uh, I was I got I got this one, and I, I was like, here, try it out, and she played it for a while, and I was like, and then I was looking through my videos the other night, and I'm like, I saw the I was like I saw that you did another Super Mario Maker two video on there, and she's like. Oh yeah, I forgot which one was the home button. <laughs> and I was like, because you normally do it when she tries to hit the tries to hit the minus to progress to the next level, you know, or to like swipe one out. But yeah, that's what happened. But no, it's it's a really good controller. Like, uh, it's got you know these click in now, so you can do everything that the pro controller can do. Interesting. Also, it has the same charger. It has a USB charger, so you USB-C. don't. Yeah, it's USB C, so um, you can. You you can do it right with your pro. The only thing that it doesn't do is it won't turn on your system. I think that's maybe a Nintendo only thing. It can't wake up your system by holding the home button. So all you have to do is just hit the home button on your switch and then hit start and then it'll automatically sync if you're already synced it, you know. But yeah, no, it's really good. I've been using it. I've been trying it with a bunch of different games that I have just to see like how they feel, you know. I'm sad um, about your pro controller. Well, I mean, I did try it the other day, and it didn't do that, so maybe it's okay. But I might still call Nintendo anyway and just send it back to them because because they're doing they're probably still doing that, right? Like John did it a bunch of times, where they just oh, yeah, send you a new a one. Times. Yeah, so I might just send it in and have them send send me a new one. But but I've been rocking this baby, and I really like it a lot. I mean, it's and it's going to be really good for the new for the new stuff that's coming out. But yeah, I played 
you know, I played Street Fighter with it to make sure I could do the Hadokens and all that, and those work work really well. Uh, I've been I played Astral Chain with it, that worked fine. You know, I played Turok, I played Katamari Damacy. I think Katamari Damacy feels a little bit better because it's more like a PlayStation controller because they're because uh, both of them are down well, here instead of doing the level, yeah. the asymmetrical thing. But yeah, no, it's it's a it's a dope controller. I, I like I like it a lot. I bought new headphones. I bought like new uh, Bluetooth headphones. Mm-hmm. I also bought a Bluetooth transmitter that I can hook into my Switch to transmit Ooh. to my to my headphones. Bluetooth actually, headphones. What I've been using. What I've actually been using is a. Uh, this thing is really cool. I bought it for like fifty bucks, the transmitter, but it comes. That with, looks like serious. It comes with like three different connectors, so you can do. It has like the the um. What do you ever call it? The optical out. I've just been using the optical out from the TV for it, so then I can just switch systems and it doesn't matter. But um, but you can yeah, you can do optical out in. You can do um, just regular headphone in. It even comes with an adapter if you're trying to do it on an, on an old TV. It has RCA to headphone. So you can adapt it to it. So it, it comes with like three different plugs, which is really awesome. And it's, you know, it's chargeable. It's got a mini USB and all that. But yeah, no, it's uh, pretty serious, but it works really well. You know, I've been, I've always been, I've always wanted to have wireless headphones that hook up to my TV. And now I do. So, and they I wanted pretty good throughout the house. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really, I used them in the living room. I didn't try like leaving. But can you how, like, you know, go take it up and keep listening to the Buffy or whatever? Because you just need to hear the dialogue. You might be able to. I don't know. No, man. You, I mean, it's you gotta. That shows straight it. up dialogue base. Yeah, there's there's some there's some cool cool fights and scenes in there though. You know. Ah, uh, they describe them out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Those demons look cool. Uh, yeah. No. Um. Yeah. So I so I got that and it works well. I I did it because I wanted to see if I could do some like wireless talkback stuff with the Switch too. I haven't tested that yet to see if I can play like. Friday the 13th and talk through the headphones too, you know, and not be plugged into the system. But I haven't tested that out, even though I did play it a little bit with the controller just to see how it works. So yeah, I got, I got all that stuff. I got Astral Chain came out last week. That was like a huge game that came out. That's pretty fucking cool. Uh, weird, weirdly. I, I heard, it seems like it's a uh, divisive. Well, no, that's the interesting thing about it. I actually talked to six from our, from our show about mm-hmm. it. Because uh, they were having trouble with trying to figure out what's good about the game, and yeah, no, I totally agree. Like the first couple hours, I hated it. Like I was like, "What's?" I was like, "This game is dumb." Like I didn't know oh, it's a game that make like you got to just like push through it. No, I mean, I just I, yeah, I didn't understand. I didn't understand it. Yeah, that's kind of how it. I'm like, well, this is way simpler than all the other games. Like this doesn't make sense because you only have like one attack button. You can't switch your weapons on the fly. You know, you have like you have like this Pokemon creature kind of with you, but it doesn't. But it, but it attacks random. But it kind of like controls itself. You can sort of like put push it where to go, but you're not really controlling it. And I didn't really understand what was cool about it. And you just got to play it longer, and then you just kind of it just kind of clicks, and you're like, oh, okay, now I get it. And then all of a sudden you're doing combos, and the same thing. Yeah, with six tweeted about it and said that it was working. You know, after. After they cool. went and did it more, so, so you yeah. actually like live saw someone's like shift from like disliking to liking a game. Well, I mean, yeah, just from tweeting, <laughs> from tweeting, tweeted, wow. from tweeting at their tweet, you know, and then and then uh, and then they responded to it and said that they were into it now. So you know, but that's yeah. awesome. I I've thought about buying it, but I just um, 
well, we're as, on funds, and now we're, yeah. you know, like yeah, now said, there's a bunch there's of stuff stuff yeah. that I have to look forward to. I don't need to spend money if I don't want to. Well, it's it's definitely it's definitely my game of the week. I mean, I think it's really good. I think that it's better than Bayonetta. I'll say that. Yeah, because I like well, I like it better than Bayonetta because its story like makes sense, and there's actually a story there. Where Bayonetta, oh, really? where Bayonetta is kind of just like bizarre as fuck, you know, and it's like I didn't think that it made much sense, but I guess it's kind of similar thing. I mean, it has a but it has demons. a I mean, it has a story that like you can follow. It's not just like demons coming out of coming out of your hair and stuff like that, like Bayonetta. Like it. Like compared to Bayonetta, the story is way, way better, I think. And I feel like the pacing's better. I mean it's basically like, you know, you capture these creatures that work for you, the cops, but the creatures don't wanna be don't wanna work for you, so they basically break away from the cops who have them and you have to go back and catch them. That's basically the general story of the game. But I can follow that. And there's these cool like openings to each level that's kinda of feels a lot like Batman Arkham Knight or Arkham Arkham Asylum. Where you ba- where you go around and, and and you basically go to a crime scene and you ask people different stuff and you have to like figure out like what happened there and there's sort of like a detective mode sort of like Batman where you hit the start button and you can see you can see like footprints or you can see smells of like what whatever beast was there that created whatever havoc and you kind of have to wow. walk around and try to figure out what's happening and that type of thing and you also find like secret like portals and stuff that have secret uh, missions that you can do very much like Bayonetta. But no, it's it like L.A. Noir with Bayonetta. No, no, it's not like L.A. Noir. I don't like that. I don't <laughs> like that game. It's not like that game at all. I would say you're not interviewing people or something like that. You know, you're not trying to like figure out whether they're lying, and then they'll run away from you whether they're lying or not. But no, it's it's cool. I mean, it's weird. It's like a. I felt like I mean, this is kind of a spoiler for later, but I felt like some Tokyo Mirage Session vibes, even because some of the levels reminded me of levels from that. I mean, it's definitely like a futurist Neo Tokyo, but it's not really Tokyo. You know, it's like a some cyber, you know, some cybernetic future world that you live in. But it reminds me of like there's an area where you where it really feels like you're in Shibuya Station and all that, but it's like way in the future, which that reminded me of of uh, TMS. But, but yeah, no, it's really cool. It's definitely. It definitely feels like a combination of every platinum game that I've played. You know, like you can feel the bayonetta stuff in there. You can definitely feel the the wonderful one on one stuff in there. Like I feel like all the different beasts that you get feel like the different um the different like uh creations that you would make with your guys in Wonderful One on One. So I mean Any Mad World vibes? A little bit, I guess, you know. I mean you can't like put street signs in anybody's face or anything like that, but I'm out. Yeah. No, but it's no, it's really good. I mean, I I recommend it highly, but I know there's a million games coming out, but but apparently from what I saw at GameStop, it's selling, you know, that poor kid didn't get it. So <laughs> so, you know, hopefully hopefully he ended up getting it, but no, it's a lot it's a lot of fun. I hope so, it's basically like, I mean, it's kind of like an adult Pokémon that's not RPG. It's not an RPG. And it's very much like I'm I mean, I, I haven't read up to like where the story goes, and I don't want to know where it goes. You know, I'd rather figure it out. But from what I'm gathering with it, you're kind of not doing the right thing, and maybe your guys are bad guys. Is kind of what I was starting to get mm. from it, because like the head mm. of the cops, he seems kind of weird. I think maybe he's going to end up being the villain of the game because I think that like these these creatures that you're using, like they're not there. They're not like happy Pokemon that are all like happy to be around you or whatever. They're not into it. Like they, they want to kill you. They want to be no, nowhere next to you, but they're, you're wearing like this chain around your neck. that's kind of like a sort of a slave chain, I guess, in the game that they don't, you know, do whatever you want them to. And I'm pretty sure that you're going to like side with them eventually, or you're going to have to kill your boss because of him enslaving all of these Pokemon style creatures. So it's definitely a more 
much more adult look at that type of thing. And and one of the creator, crea- creators even said that, that they were heavily inspired by Pokemon. And you can kind of feel that in there, except it's like, well, what if we took like a more like realistic look at Pokemon? Like maybe the Pokemon don't want to fight, you know, but they're kind of stuck doing that because they're your pets or whatever. They don't want to be your pets, you know, and they really want to kill you. Like that's kind of what the, what I get from these things. And yeah, this, the idea is like, why, like, why do we have to have them? Like, why do they, why do we have to use them? So hopefully, hopefully they get let loose later in the game. I don't know, but I'm definitely interested in the story and all that. And it's super weird and quirky, like most platinum games. Like there's a part where you can put on that, that dog, uh, what is it? It's like a dog or a bear costume that one of the characters wears and you can wear, it's like a big Disney fluffy character or whatever. And you can fight people in that. So it's like, you know, it gets, goofy too. it gets, it's, it can be real goofy as well. And what was it? Uh, I was thinking, I was wondering, like, it reminded me of, um, Phoenix Wright, where I'm like, why, I was like, why do, uh, why do cops have mascots in Japan? Because there's a weird mascot for the cops in Phoenix Wright also. And this one also has like a dog mascot. I'm like, is that a thing? Like, is it, is, there's is a mascot somebody, for everything in Japan. I mean, is it, do they have that? Is there like a, a fluffy dog that represents the police? I mean, <laughs> that's a, we have McGruff. I, I mean, but he's a cartoon, yeah. <laughs> not a person in a suit. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, he's a mascot still, though. Yeah, but no, I I recommend it. I think it's I I'm think sure it's really someone's good. worn a McGruff suit at some point. Yeah, Astral Chain. It's really cool. Um, basically, play it more than three hours is what I'm asking. Because really, those first couple hours, Pushed I was it. not into it. Even if if you watch my stream, like that first hour, I'm like, this game is dumb. And then later, I'm like, and then I figure it out. It's it's weird. It just it, you just gotta wait for it to click, and then you'll be like, okay, now now I get it. Doesn't my? Do you see yourself finishing it? Oh yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I'm playing. I'm playing through it totally. So what else? Uh, the Fire Emblem. When I when I was saying I was playing that, when my controller freaked out, I just was like, I'm like, I really need to try to get through Fire Emblem before Dragon Quest Eleven comes out because, you know, all bets are off when Dragon Quest Eleven comes out. Is what I was thinking. Like <laughs> once that's out, everything else is done. So. And every game will be dead to me until I get bored with that game. So I need to try to get out what I can before the 27th. You know? You're right. So I that, think I'm kind of in the same That's boat. basically what I was doing. And I really like Fire Emblem, but I know that I'm just probably not going to touch it once Dragon Quest XI comes out. So I want to try to. And it's still really fun. It's really great. You know, I I played it like uh, just, just was staying at a friend's house. So I played it till like 730 in the morning, you know, so it's still highly addictive and all that. And I still like playing it. So. So yeah, I put some more time into that, and uh, I bought the uh, Pinball Arcade Archives game. The oh, yeah, I just noticed that was on there. The original pinball game for the NES. I actually like that game. I, I played it a lot on the original Animal Crossing game, actually, for GameCube. Okay, so is this, like, uh, there was an actual arcade version of it? I, guess, I didn't know that. I guess there was, and I was like, oh, I'll, I'll try out the arcade. It's really not different at all. It's I mean, I don't really notice much difference between that and the NES game, but if you want to play a real simple arcade game... Go for it. Say, I, why would you? Uh, why would you play that and not just a real arcade machine that would would have been <laughs> next door to it? Yeah, I don't know, right? But I mean, it's. I think it's fun. I mean, as far as like video, old video pinball goes, it's still pretty addictive and it works really well. And I, I used my I used my gold coins for it, so it wasn't really. I didn't really pay for it. Oh, nice. Um, I bought a I bought Legend of the Skyfish just on a whim because it was on sale and it was like six dollars. It's like an indie game that's supposed to kind of be like Zelda, but it's not really. It's like a it's basically like Zelda if all you had was a hook shot and a sword and they're just like puzzles, you know, like a get from beginning to end and in so many levels. 
It's pretty. This simple. one it looks like uh, it kind of looks like Wind Waker. Kind of, I guess, but not really. I, I mean, don't it's know not if I'm super the same thing. I, I was looking through all the different sale items, and I remember one thing looking like, "Whoa, that looks really beautiful." Well, it's it's Legend Legend of the Skyfish. It's obviously yeah. a play on the Windfish. You know, they're not really yeah. they're not really hiding it at all. So I played that. I mean, it's you know, it's a good kind of mindless game, but it was one of those impulse buys. It was like on sale for six bucks. So I was like, yeah, I'll go for it. And it just came out. So it was like, I went for that. And uh, what was it? The other night, just for the fun of it, and this is Nintendo, but I don't care. I booted up, but it has to do with our Patreon episode. I booted up Tony Hawk Pro Skater HD, the HD game on PS3. Yeah. Redownloaded and played it again. And man, the gravity on that is bad. (laughs) Like the physics on that is not. It's not as good as I remembered it being. Like I think it's kind of. I, I think it's kind of like, bad. I played it for a little yeah. while. Like I didn't get too far into it. It basically. And I kinda, didn't know why it felt. It just felt different. Like you're saying. It feels like your characters are really heavy. Like it feels like there's this big giant thing of slime that was like put on top of your skater. So like <laughs> you basically took the engine of the original Tony Hawk games and put this big giant weight. Like they're wearing like shoulder pads with like. Hundred pound weights on them or something. That's what it feels like. It feels like it's way straight up the gravity. Yeah, no, exactly. It, feel, it doesn't feel right. It feels like your characters are way too heavy. So it's harder to do moves because you you don't stay in the air as much. Like that's what I noticed from it. And I I played it. I played it to unlock about half the levels. And I was wrong in the Patreon. There's only there's no Tony Hawk three levels in there. It's only one and two. It's only it's only like like maybe 10 total from both of them. Yeah. But I played, you know, I played the warehouse. I played the mall. Like I did, uh, I didn't make it to downhill jam, but I played like the school and, you know, and like the hangar, you know, which is probably oh, my, is downhill jam in this one. It is, it is, but you, you unlock it towards the end of the game. And I just, I couldn't stick with it for that long, but I mean, I wanted to try it out and there are some songs that are in there from the original games, but not the, I mean like Superman, like Superman is in there and, uh, and like some of the, what was that? I think there's a bad religion song in there from from Tony Hawk Two, and but they added some new stuff as well. But yeah, I just I played around with it just because I wanted to play it around with it. And I had already bought it, so I just redownloaded it on my PS3 just to just fuck around with it. And you know, it was it was all right for what it is. I started uh, I started grinding again in Dragon Quest Eight just because of my fiending from Dragon Quest Eleven because I'm stuck on a boss in Eight, and that's kind of why I stopped playing. And I went back and fought that boss again, and he killed me. So I'm like, oh, I guess I'll just run around and fight guys, which is not as it's not that fun to me. So <laughs> that's kind of why yeah. I stopped playing the game. I don't really like. Is grinding. there like side quests and stuff you can do while you're doing that, or uh, not really, not really where I'm at in the game because I'm kind of in like a different. I mean, spoilers, but I'm in like a different dimension, so I'm not even really like in the world anymore. In eight. So I'm kind of oh, in this. So you can't. You are I'm, just kind of like. I'm kind of either gotta progress or grind. Yeah, I'm kind of stuck because I have like one. There's like one village I can go to. There's no armor. There's like no weapon or armor shops there, so I can't buy anything. I guess like I, I could I could try to come back, but I don't know if I can. I don't remember where the portal is. But I'm stuck in this other world, and I gotta fight this like giant bird. And I don't know. I don't. None of my characters really have that strong attacks. That's one thing I kind of annoyed me about Dragon Quest Eight, and hopefully they fix that in dragon quest 11 it's like i mean when i played through seven like i played i like seven so much because your characters get really really awesome attacks and and through the class system like you go one class to another to another you know the higher classes you get the bigger attacks you get and you get these really fucking awesome attacks that you get later towards the game that'll 
you know, help you put a big dent in bosses. And I just couldn't really figure out what it what exactly to, to use on this guy. So, yeah. So that's, that's what happened with that. I, but I, I only played it for a couple hours. I'll probably play it or play around with it when I'm editing tomorrow too. But yeah, that's all my stuff that I have for right now, except for one that Jeremy and I both got, which I haven't talked about yet, but we can talk about it in tandem if you want. Yeah, sure. Well, then I'll just go through the stuff that I already have that I've been playing. So I actually booted up Breath of the Wild. You know, this game keeps giving. Um, I I tweeted a little thing about it because this week I found a few shrines, but I thought that I had only like found one and it turned out to be like really, really easy. And so like I beat it so fast, I was sad because it was the first one I had found in like six months. Yeah. But uh, are you, and you're using the path of the hero, right? I'm yeah, sure to go to places stuff. where you haven't yeah. really what I'm doing is I'm going through all the story ones, you know, the ones I never completed of the story ones. Did you ever get the motorcycle? No, I'm going to go back to that eventually. Oh, yeah, because it, it's a lot of fun to drive around the motorcycle and look for stuff. I mean, at least I got some more life out of the game with that. Yeah, I still haven't gotten any of the DLC, so yeah, there's a lot more to go. You never even beat the game, John. You're, never you're, did. No. You're, you're a disappointment to to the show and to America. <laughs> for, I, for, for I that. like to it. See, I want to complete every <laughs> shrine and all that stuff, and then I'll beat the game. Well, I did get. I did. I did end up solving two more shrine quests. So I'll tell you which ones they were. So the first one that I solved was in the new uh, whatever spoilers. Wait, should I not say these, John, just in case you haven't done them? I mean, I don't know if he'll... Would he know? Like, it's like there's so many shrines in there that you could probably tell me one that I already played and I wouldn't even remember it. And these are I ones that were, like, pu- puzzle ones that you had to solve through stuff. That's okay. Go ahead. All right, well, there's one where it's like uh, you find out, you hear the song when you're in the Rito Village, and they're like, the heart of the pride of the Rito shines... Somewhere oh, yeah. in that and the other, mm-hmm. when the sun's high in the sky, you actually discover that like the entire thing that the uh, the village is the entire village has like a heart shaped silhouette that is made on the ground by the light of the sun. Yes, I did that one. Yeah, I don't think I okay, could figure cool. that one out, but I I'm happy that you told me how to do it because I've never figured it out. But you you do that, and then uh, when the light shines on it, you have to like shoot it with a fire arrow or something, set it on fire at the same time. Yeah. I remember having trouble with that one. And I think I ended up looking it up. Yeah. Cause it says like, once the light is on the, the unfinished path or once the light of the heart is on the unfinished path, a warm fire will light the way or something like that. So I was like, Oh, I got to shoot it with some fire arrows. And I, I did that and it worked. Cool. So what? that one, so I got that one. I felt pretty proud of myself. I'm like, I'm going to get some more. Does it is is it like when you get in the shrine? There's there's just a guy there. You don't have to do anything in there. No, it wasn't that bad. But it was like I got excited because it was not a test of strength. But it was like one where like you have cannons and you have to like shoot bombs out like okay. in a timed way to hit a target. Because oh, just because some of those ones that have like a puzzle to get to the shrine, like when you get to the actual shrine, there's like nothing in there. So I wasn't yeah. sure if it was like that or not. It was a pretty good puzzle. But yeah, and then the next one I completed was the, it's also in the Rito Village, uh, the one with all the sisters, which I'm sure you guys probably have done by now. The only thing I hadn't done was like, I had to cook a certain recipe for somebody, and I just didn't realize that until I was like, the other sister was like, she's going to say she wants this, and then I finally found her, and she said she wanted it. I'm like, oh wait, did I ever make that? 
So actually, you know what? I did get online and look up the recipe for that. It's salmon minuet, I think it's called. You have to give that to one of the sisters, and then they all go and they sing. Oh, and then there's a puzzle after that. Mm. Yep. Because yep. after that, you have to like uh, make music notes through like holes in the environment following like the pattern they give you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I remember that. It's pretty cool. It, it's like a hearkening back to um, the original Ocarina of Time, but in like a really physical way where you have to move around. And then the last one I got was, uh, hold on, what was the last one I got? Oh, the last one I got was uh, kind of far away from there, but he, but uh, it's with Raz, the Raz, is his name Raz, the bear, the bird with the accordion. Mm, I don't remember. He, mm, yeah. He tells me I have to like ride atop the beast with the crown. I don't remember that one. No, I have to, t- I have to ride atop the, or I have to mount the beast with a crown upon the like, sacred location or something like that mm. i figured that one out that was the hardest one that took a while just because there's a lot of factors involved but i think that without giving it away use your uh what's it called the, the hero coin the one that lets you like set a waypoint wherever you want in the dlc oh yeah yeah use that to set a spot up that you can keep just warping back to i'll say that much because that ended up being the way i figured out to like get through that really quickly because I finally did the right thing, which was kind of hard to do. And then it happened to be at night and an enemy walked up and killed me or killed what I was trying to do. Just ruined it. Mm. But anyway, yeah, those are the three I got and I'm proud of them. They were kind of hard. So I probably played at least an hour of breath of the wild, if not more this week. How many, uh, how many are there total? Isn't there like 120 or some more than that? Well, there's 120, and then I don't. I'm not sure whether or not the DLC adds more, but there's 120 in this total game. I'm at. I don't think I've gotten any of those. Well, the the, maybe maybe I have. Well, the DLC, as far as I know, the DLC has like the Path of the Sword, which is like a dungeon in itself, and there's also a dungeon for the bike, which is really worth playing. So you should. But they're not called. But they're not shrines. shrines? No, they're, so they're they just... They, they don't factor into the shrine total? No, as far as I okay, know. Okay, well, then yeah. there's 120. It's like yeah. the amount of stars. So, yeah, I've got... Uh, the one I'm on is 109, but I haven't beaten it. So I did not beat that one yet. That one's a real head-scratcher. Hmm. So, so I think it's probably one of the harder ones so you're, I mean, that I've encountered. Yeah, I mean, you're like... A, you can like you can smell the barn, right, as they say in the, in the south? Uh, you're, you're yeah. like in, in the middle of the tunnel or whatever, uh, the belly of the beast. Like you're like I see the light. Yeah, yeah. You're you're like at a. I mean, it's only eleven or like ten, right? Or no, it's twelve. Well, it'll be eleven done, after this. Yeah, because you haven't finished nine, so it's twelve. But that's I don't not know that if many. All that's story like story based, but there's some stuff I have not figured out yet. Yeah. But but that's like, I, I I love that the game keeps on giving. You know, I just like went back to it, just kind of messing around. And I was like, why do I have my hero coin over here? And I went over there and I realized that's like something I got stuck on before. <laughs> oh, I'm, like, sure, well, yeah. I'm going to try to figure it out. And once I did, I was like, let's look at these other story ones that I never figured out. And mm. Just got kind of like sucked into Zelda again. Yeah, it does that. Yeah. This is the game where we just figured out like what a month or two ago that there was the whole section from Wind Waker that nobody yeah. had noticed. Just over well, there at the southeast part of the map, or well, some central people, southeast part. Some people said they had already seen that. I don't remember who, but I listened to podcasts where they're like, "Oh no, we we already found that." It, it just, may just not have, like, yeah, yeah. They just didn't make that big of a deal about it. 
But uh, other than that, like, honestly, like, uh, well, other than what we'll talk about a little bit, the game that Trey and I both bought, um, I played Tony Hawk's more. I mean, it's got, it's right here next to my computer where I'm sitting. My 64 is hooked up mm-hmm. and the little TV that Trey gave me. So I just like walk in here, sit in the chair, psh, turn it on and I'm playing Tony Hawk. It's great. Yeah. So I'm still playing through. Uh, I'm stuck on downhill jam. That's a hard. That's a hard level, man. I mean, you said that you said it was your favorite, but I kind of hate that level just because lo- it's I mean, really hard to it, do. I've been on it for a couple of days. Making those jumps, or some of those are just not nice. Some of them, it, it, yeah. some of it, does, it. Sometimes when they don't work out, I'm like, I don't understand why that. Like, yeah, I did the exact same thing I did last time. I would just, I would just always, I would restart it. Well, yeah, I've done that yeah. too, and that's also led to me becoming. Although the soundtrack was already lacking, it's making it even more annoying because <laughs> yeah. I'm hearing like just the first few seconds of each song. One thing that is cool about that uh, Tony Hawk HD remix game is that the songs do continue playing when you restart the level. So that was that was a really neat thing that they did. That I think is only in that version. Like there isn't in any other Tony Hawk game. So if you were doing that, like if you can't get a goal and you want to restart it. The song keeps playing until the song's over, and then it goes to the next song. Same if you like beat the level, the song is still playing when you're picking the next level. So I thought that was kind of cool. Where it's like, I mean, eventually I just yeah, turn, say, so, yeah. I just turn the volume down and like would listen to an album or yeah, have a YouTube video or a Netflix thing going while I was doing it, or listen to some Nintendo Main podcast in the background. Listen oh to, yeah, well I was listen listening to, to, and once again, <laughs> stuff about the game I bought because I'm trying to get into it. Oh yeah, but, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's where I am now. Yeah, I think that I think that episode got everybody on that one for any RPG fans. But talk about the final fantasy 8 remastered then i do and i want to say final fantasy 8 which was almost my quote at the beginning more like final fantasy yeah this, this, this i actually like i like final fantasy 8 so i'm on, you on know the, what? I'm on the other not, side i think that it's that <laughs> i really like so final much fantasy 8. text and like cold tutorial at the beginning i'm just like man i literally oh yeah i literally fell asleep twice trying to play this game so far well granted like i've played through most of final fantasy 8 before so it's not like new to me like have you not did you not play it at all on playstation 1 when it came out i did i bought it Hmm. i bought it right after uh so i bought my playstation 1 my senior year it would have been 99 maybe like early 2000 i can't remember but i bought it i had a job you know and I wanted video games of my own, so that's when I bought my first like system of my own, which mm-hmm. was a PlayStation. Yeah, and uh, I bought my own little TV, which was pretty much about the same size as this TV that you gave me, Trey. Yeah, and uh, I bought Final Fantasy VII and uh, Final Fantasy VIII. I think it, that's the first two games I bought. Wow, yeah, those are some major games to have. But you never, yeah, you didn't complete seven, and you didn't complete eight either, right? Nope. 
Because I basically, well, my experience. Mostly yeah. I played, I mostly I played the demo disc because there was this cooking game on it. I wish, I'm sure if I did some research, I could figure it out. And I've mentioned it before, but there was this cooking game that used the dual analog sticks. And actually, you know, now I remember there was a Tony Hawk demo on there. I, and that's where I learned how to play Tony Hawk. Nice. Mm. I, uh, my experience with Final Fantasy VIII was, uh, I didn't play it until I got my PS3. I never, I never had a PlayStation One. I had a PlayStation Two, and by the time I got a PlayStation Two, all of the Final Fantasy games were too expensive for me to get because they'd become like collector's items and all that. So I didn't want to pay that full price for it. But I bought the PS3 right when I bought my PS3. I bought place. I bought Final Fantasy VII, of course, because I always wanted to play through it. I never played through it. I played through it all the way. And then there was a huge there was a huge square sale where they were selling them all for like five bucks. So I like went and bought all the rest of the Final Fantasies. Like I bought I bought five I bought five seven eight. Oh no, I already had seven. I bought five eight and nine, all all for like not a whole lot of money. And I played eight, and I really liked eight actually. And uh, I played through it all the way until you beat the first the like queen or the I think it's the queen. There's like a really huge boss that you have like in, and I think it's like, must be like halfway through. I think it gets to the point where your school becomes like mobile, where it turns into a ship and you can move around. And then I fell out of it for, for whatever reason. But no, it really, I like that. Yeah, further than I ever did. I like the characters. I like the way they act. And I really like this version. Like, I feel like they've cleaned up the graphics really well. Like, I feel like the polygons look really good. I think the characters in eight look way better than the ones in seven do, because the sevens look like weird, like, mutant monsters you know because they're because <laughs> they're all fucking weird looking but eight, eight and at it's least... crazy to think it's only a year between yeah. these t- two games yeah. like yeah. how much better eight looked than seven that's yeah. why i bought both at the same time because yeah eight, eight had just come out but the whole time i had been like fantasizing about owning my own ps1 yeah. for a while before that you know because i love final fantasy three or six so much i was like i just gotta get seven i just gotta play that game yeah. and uh when I finally got seven, it was right at like when I finally got my PlayStation, it was right after eight came out. So I bought both. And, mm-hmm. uh, even though I liked the way eight looked better, I played seven more. Yeah. I know I bumbled my way through eight. Like, I think it lets you do that for a while. Yeah. So you, I still haven't gotten to that point um, in, you know, my new playthrough. Yeah. But it really is just those tutorials, like, are just like, it I really, know I got to pay attention, yeah. but I literally, it's like, well, you can kind of you know, just imagine that yeah. professor standing in front of the class in your college course, just at eight a.m., just in this most monotonous voice, being like, <laughs> and then you hit Tell a it. button and go to the left, and then you chain <laughs> it to the defense, and if you do back, you can also chain it to your health, and Trying like to, it's like yeah. seriously like that. And like I literally fell asleep the first time I was playing it, and then I woke up. I'm like, it's like just still like the tutorial, <laughs> and then I accidentally. Like restarted the tutorial and I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> no, though they got they got to tell you about junctioning those guardian forces, man. It's important. I still I, I can't <laughs> wrap my brain around. It. I'm trying so hard. Yeah, no, they. Yeah, no, I, I get you there. They do. They throw you a lot of information at the very beginning of the game, and it's and what I love about eight is it's just they totally were just like fuck it. Let's make everything completely different than every other Final Fantasy before this. Let's like change everything completely, and then we have to tell you all about it in the beginning of the game. So it is kind they of make, like the thing they do to like a try bit of to a be drag about yeah. just a, a, a how to play manual at the beginning is like let's make a let's start out with you know it tells you kind of what to do as a tutorial as you walk, and then you meet somebody, and then that then you're telling them how to do things, <laughs> and then 
you go to your teacher and your teacher's telling you how to do things. But in the in meantime, it's really you're just reading a f- flipping novel. Yeah, I didn't I didn't feel that much that way about it this time. But I mean, I enjoyed it for the most part. But there's there's one thing that I really, really hate about PlayStation era Final Fantasy games is the fucking environments like just moving around a 3D on like a picture because I get stuck really easily because I can't fucking figure out where I'm supposed to go. Right, because you're like, what? TV background, oh. yeah. Well, it's because like, oh, is, like this a, is this a wall or is this a, yeah, you a can't, path off to the, over here? Yeah, it's, and also, like, some of the doors are completely hidden. They're like, you don't know, like, whether there's a staircase or there'll be a dead end, but you don't know if it's a dead end because you can't really tell because it's not the best picture ever. That's the one thing that, like, really annoyed me about the game. But that's like that for all of those games, like, where it's just I like, do remember, so, like, yeah. one thing that annoyed me in that regard early on is, like, when you first get your freedom and she's like, um, Go to the ba- or go to the uh, dormitory and change your outfit. Oh, I was yeah. like, okay, well, you I know it's this direction, so I went <laughs> yeah. up towards the elevator and tried going over, and then I appeared underneath the elevator, and I'm like, oh wait, maybe I had to go left, and then I'm at the elevator, and I'm like, wait, no, I go. Yeah. I just got stuck in this loop of just going oh, up sure. and down between the elevator and like whether I went left or right, it was actually just going up and down, and I was like. This is stupid. And then you just had to literally go down the stairs and then do the same thing. Yeah. Like, you know, one inch below that. And then you were progressing to the left and the right. Yeah. One, one uh, good thing to for the future, if you have to go to a certain place in the school, if you go right to that map, like right at the beginning there, you can actually warp to places, which I just kind of oh, accidentally thing. figured out. Where you could just say, like, you could just click on dormitory and it'll take you right there. So. That's you, good to know. If you get lost in the future, just find the map, and it'll actually t- help you go. I don't to a think place. I got lost. I yeah. think I just got conquered by the mm-hmm. by the weird, by the, yeah, by the weird like two D background because it, it's yeah. not clear. Like if you try to go left up here, it's actually a wall, but it in the picture it looks like it's a circular mm-hmm. pathway. I think another reason that I originally wanted to get into Final Fantasy VIII is because like. There's a fighting game called uh, Final Fantasy Dissidia. It was basically the whole reason I bought a PSP. And it's a really good game. Like, I like it a lot. It's like a really bizarre-ass fighting game, but really fun to play. And I bought the second one, which actually comes with the first one. If you ever get a Vita or a PSP, like, totally get the Duodecim, the second one. Because it's basically like Smash Brothers, but with all the Final Fantasy characters. Well, not all of them, but... Mm. But, like, the ones – I really liked the characters that were in there from 8. Like, Laguna's in there and Squall's in there, and I thought they were both cool. Especially Laguna. I thought Laguna was fucking badass. Like, he was one of my favorite characters in that game. So I was like, I really need to play 8. So that was why I got into 8. And I got to the point to where you become Laguna. And I think that – I think it picks up a little bit when you get there, but it does kind of, like, drag before that. But I just really like the way the characters look in this. I think like the remaster is really good. I wish they would have cleaned up the backgrounds. I mean, I guess I think there's only so much they can do, but it would have been cool if they could have made that like an HD picture or something. So it looks, looks like it fits better. Cause I feel like the polygons on the static image, like don't, they don't really mesh together that well, yeah. you know, and you can kind of tell, and I guess that's what happens with trying to clean it up. Like if it was all on a bad TV or whatever, it would look the same, but that's kind of what I got from it. But no, I really liked it. I, I streamed it the other night on Twitch and somebody actually helped me like in the comments find something. So that was really cool. That's always nice when that happens. I was fighting a boss and they're like, oh, hey, you got to draw Siren from them because that's a guardian force. And I would have never known that if they didn't tell me. So thankfully they See, told that's me. the thing about it. And then it. I got it's a guardian like, uh, force. Yeah. It's so freaking out there. I know. I know I could probably just there's got to be somewhere I can find 
a cheat sheet that I can look at that'll just be Oh yeah, there's guides. You know all this stuff. I actually looked at I looked at a guide because when you um when when you get your first moment of freedom, you know, uh I went straight to that train station and I couldn't figure out I thought I had to take the train to the cave where you go fight the Ifrit, you know. Yeah. And I got stuck in the train station because I thought that I just didn't know how to go to the train, you know, and then I went there later. And that's way later in the game. But I had to check a guide really quick because I'm like, I I might not be going to the right place. And it turns out the 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 like cave was like right fucking next to the to the school. And I just had to go like left instead of straight. But there was no like street that went there. So, you know, I just followed the path. But I do really I will say, though, I really love the times three mode on this game. I've been having really oh, a lot I'll of fun with that. Well, because if because you can turn it on and make your guy go like super super fast through the levels, and I fucking love that. So like you can make your guy like way way fast, and I'm I'm into that. Like I can I can Easy. like traverse the land like way quicker than I could with the times three. And you can also like if you click in both of them, you can turn off all the random battles. Like if you're trying to get somewhere and you don't want to find anybody, you can do that. If you click in the right stick, it'll automatically fill up all of your. Um, Limit breaks. Yeah, it fills up all your limit breaks, and you can automatically do those moves. So, so that's pretty cool. In case you get stuck on that, I only did it one time just to see how it would, what would happen. And it, yeah, it gives you all your limit breaks. So I was like, okay, it's cool. great to think you know that anybody can play through the game though, because it's just very strange and it, it's very strange you know, and I, complex. I, yeah. I was like, when I snored <laughs> earlier, I, I was like, I really did fall asleep. But I, to be fair, I was just like. I had booted up really late at night. <laughs> I was about to go to sleep anyway. Sure. But uh, I do want to finally be like, this is one of those games that's on my bucket list. Like I want to get at least into it enough to figure out the systems. Yeah. Because for me, this is like bait and Kados. I still feel so good that I got through that game back in the day. Like, cause that game's so weird. Yeah. I, I mean, and, I, uh, I, I personally like eight, but I say, uh, the best way to figure out like what you should draw or whatnot, just draw on everybody, on every character. Well, that you I draw fight. on everybody. I draw yeah. until you know I see if there's a question mark. I definitely draw yeah. that. But but the siren one, I just didn't think about it because it wasn't a question mark, so I didn't know. But yeah, oh, I, it was something you hadn't seen before, but it wasn't marked in a certain way. Yeah, that was why was I, did, normal. I just didn't think about it because it just said siren, but it was an actual whole guardian force that you guardian could, force, you could yeah. get. Yeah. So like, so I didn't know about that. So like, yeah, try to just look at what's on there and try to and figure out whether you have it or not. And I guess what yeah. I don't like is that, you know, every RPG that I love, and I mean, I'm speaking for anybody else that's ever criticized this game. I'm sure. Like, uh, I just like the way it is, where you have the equipment and you have this, oh, sure. that and the other. No, I feel like, the same this, way. Nope, We're... you just attach. Yeah, these different spirits to all your stats, <laughs> yeah. and then you also have to do some stuff with your weapons, which I don't. Well, you also have like, to like. Should, there's yeah. a tutorial for how to like affect like my bullets on my on my sword gun. Yeah, but, that's like, for the limit I, break. I accidentally yeah. skipped through that, and I can't figure out how to do that again. So it's, I need to look at a guide to figure out how to go change the settings on that. Yeah, it's only it's only for the limit break. Actually, when you do the limit break, oh, it is. It's gonna it's gonna kind of prompt you to it's gonna say fire and it'll be like kind of like a guitar hero type thing that goes by and you want to hit the trigger at the right button at the right time. Uh, that's basically uh, what I that thought is. you could always shoot after you attacked. I mean, I I I, I think I try, I tried doing that kind of like Mario, like a Super Mario RPG, oh, yeah. where you hit the yeah. trigger right before you hit him, and I'm not sure if it's working or not, but that's basically what it is. Yeah, but especially you have to hit the trigger for your special, so that's really all that is. 
it's it really boils down to it's not that complicated, but it does really suck that you have to like you know unconjunction your guardian forces whenever you whenever you don't have a person in your party, so you can put them on other people. And if you don't have a guardian force junction to somebody, you will only be able to attack, and you can't like use magic or whatever. It's that's kind it of it's completely nuts. It's, it's kind like of a pain you, in the ass. Your yeah. actual <laughs> menu of like things you can do in battle is yeah. all like something you have to make sure you yeah. set up beforehand, and then. You have to think, well, if I'm using these characters, wait, none of them have items? Well, then I'm fucked because I can't use a potion to heal. Yeah. And no one has cure. <laughs> I actually don't use the items at all because they only let you they only let you use three things. So I just use uh, draw, GF, and magic because then yeah. I just use cures. With You know, if everybody has draw, then you can just draw cures from all the whoever you're fighting, and then you'll just use that. I rarely use – I mean, I if use – If they have cures – well, I mean, you just got to draw a cure whenever you find somebody who has a has a cure. I just I draw on every character, every bad guy that I run into. So yeah. that's what I've been doing. In just a to way, see whatever in they a have. way, like uh, as I play it, I'm realizing it's like got the deliberate exploitation of every battle, like Octopath does, mm-hmm. where you maybe you have to go through like a series of things before you actually just go ham on them and kill them all. Like you want to like get all you can out of them. Yeah. Yeah, you beforehand, wanna... rob items, rob like in this case spells, and then like yeah, you want to you want to draw for a while, and then but I mean once you but supposedly yeah. there's also like a it's bad to grind in this game also because the enemies level with you. Oh yeah, I yeah I don't know about that. I mean I believe that, but uh, even yeah. just every common enemy levels with you. Yeah, that makes sense. Even though there's a couple enemies that I've been taking out with one hit, like now that I've leveled up a ways. I mean, I say stick with it. I hope it's not like boring you too much. Like I, I think I think it's fun. Like I like the characters. I think I like the way they react with each other, and I like the. I mean, it feels very anime, and I like that. I'm into the anime stuff, so I like I like that. And I think all the characters, they have a lot of personality. And I and you'll get to that later, hopefully, when you when you play more of it. Well, you might be surprised to think that I would say this, but uh, yeah, I I still would say that's the big the pick of the week because I think. It's got merit, and uh, also it's probably the best RPG. I don't know, maybe not, but it's the weirdest RPG you can play while you're waiting for Final or uh, By Dragon, Dragon Quest. Quest. Yeah, because like I might as well play something freaking bizarre. Sure. In the meantime, for even sure. though I already own something that's kind of weird that got announced Switch style today. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll get to that. Are you still are you still awake over there, John? I'm sure all this Final Fantasy VIII talk uh, almost put you to sleep. Oh no, I'm I'm listening and learning. So. <laughs> Final Fantasy VIII would be not one that I would recommend you play, John. It might be it's way too complex for you. Turn me off RPGs forever. <laughs> I mean, it almost did that to me. I mean, Final Fantasy VIII was Final Fantasy VIII is almost like the Last Jedi of of Final Fantasy games, where people just hate it because it was weird and beautiful. Nearly ten years <laughs> later, I beat. Uh, well, hold on. See, Final Fantasy VIII came out in '99. Yeah, it would have been about ten years later. I finally played through nine Final Fantasy nine. That's the only next generation Final Fantasy game I've beaten. I and like. Yeah. I think that game's awesome. I think they were like, "Uh oh, backpedal." Yeah, and then they made a good game afterwards. Well, well, don't don't hate. Which me. is also on the Switch. I say don't hate me, but I like Final Fantasy VIII better than nine. <laughs> don't don't at me or at me if you want. I just I I really hate the art design of Onine. It's really hard for me to get around how bad those characters look, especially the weird ass looking night dude and the fucking rat boy and all that. It's like, why? 
<laughs> I know you're trying to get back to the roots of Final Fantasy 1, but why? I don't know. I mean, granted, I haven't played through either of them, but from what I played, I played a hell of a lot more of Final Fantasy 8 than I did ever 9. Like, I put way more hours in, in 8. Than We're on I the did. opposite yeah. end of that spectrum, my friend. So, yeah. But I, I personally I think those like, weird-ass yeah. looking characters reminded me of Final Fantasy 6. That was just a huge nostalgia trip for FF6. Yeah. I mean, it's supposed to, it's really one. Like, it's basically nostalgia to the very first Final Fantasy. Oh, but it's got the, it's pretty much got espers in it, too. Yeah. But it has, like, the way the black, like, the way the mages are dressed and stuff like that. They go, oh, back right. To the way Whatever. The NES like, one. The way yeah. they appear. But it's a lot like six and sure. the actual the way it works. Yeah. I mean, there's sort of espers in eight, kind of. It's just way more complicated. And you do, like, learn stuff or whatever i don't know hopefully you know but stick with it it's i, I think it's a good i'm gonna try i really want yeah. to i think because... the remaster is good i think everything looks really good on it so and i've been making some fun gifts on uh on the on the switch with it on twitter so mm-hmm. there you go did you see my one about uh the goose <laughs> untitled goose game yeah the i was proud of that one trying to put them together my favorite one was the one where like um i had squall like twitching like it actually it actually made me laugh out loud when it happened so i was like i have to save this where he's just like moving around like this, and I'm like, "This is what I do when I wait for the Nintendo Direct." Look it up oh, at nice. Nintendo, <laughs> Nintendo underscore domain. Anyway, what have you been playing, John? Uh, this week I've been playing uh, nothing new, but I've been playing some of the older games. Uh, you know, I'm still here in Michigan, visiting family, and I got a chance to hang out with my brother-in-law this weekend. We had a game night the other night, um, so he showed me a couple games that he got um he, he has the full cadence of hyrule so i got to spend a bit of time with that oh nice and i kind of confirmed like I, I don't know if it's for me i don't know it's like it's definitely not for me from what i've played of it but it's another one i have to stick with i guess to eventually understand it yeah um you know you, it's basically the main button you use is the d-pad and you just hop along with the beat of the music and yeah i, I just couldn't get that into it so i, I think i'm gonna stay away from it other than that, uh, I did convince him to buy both Cuphead and Super Blood Hockey. Nice. Uh, we got into playing those. Two of your favorite games. Yeah. Two of my favorite games. Well, yep. Blood, well, Blood Hockey. Um, I didn't know about Cuphead, but I know Super Blood Hockey for sure. Yeah, Cuphead. I'm, I'm, I'm fully on Team Cuphead now. I've been playing it for the last week. Um, I'm, I'm fully invested. And actually, uh, this level that I was stuck on was. Uh, uh, Sugarland Shimmy, which is in the second phase of the game. You played that one, Jeremy? It's like you're battling the Candyland Queen. Oh yeah, I beat that one. Yeah, that one was pretty tough. Mm-hmm. I so she comes like chasing after you. Yeah, so it's like a series of four bosses, and she's the last one, uh, and she like throws her head at you and everything. And there's these giant peppermint things rolling at you. Very tough. Congrats I beat on it. beating it. Well, thank you. But there's a caveat. Uh, uh, I beat it two-player on my brother-in-law's version oh no so, oh. so i still have to beat it on my own but um yeah no i'm not at least you've learned your patterns yeah learned all the patterns yeah and then super blood hockey got a chance to play uh, some local multiplayer which was really really fun it was me and my brother-in-law and my sister we were playing on the season what do you call it um campaign mode franchise where you're mode? managing the team the franchise mode yep yeah uh, so we played a bunch of games on that probably for like hour and a half or so uh really it's, it's like a great party game i can't recommend that game enough you can play up to eight players on that oh nice i can't imagine what eight players would be like that would be crazy yeah oh wow so you're just like rolling yeah. around skating around beating each other up and little eight-bit bodies twerking on the ice and spewing <laughs> blood everywhere be really it's, hard to it's so amusing 
to know which character you are. It's like Smash Brothers when you play eight players, right? Except like smaller. Yeah, except for you know, it's it's there's always that amount of players on there anyway, just because you know it's a hockey game. There's a always like ten people on on the screen. Yeah, you just got to know which one you are out of all. Of them. Yeah, it'll it'll highlight you in different colors. So it's pretty easy to tell. Yeah, that game. Don't forget about that game. I don't, feel like nobody talks about that. Don't sleep on it. Right? Don't sleep on it. <laughs> As they say. That's what I say about Astral Chain. Don't sleep on that. It's a good one. But yeah, no, Super Blood Hockey is like, it seems like it's on sale a lot too, and it's only like 10 bucks. Way worth the 10 bucks. Yeah, so I convinced him to buy both of those games. Uh, that's that's what I've been doing this week. Nothing new. Mm. Cool. Well, uh, let's take a break, and then we'll talk about the Nintendo Switch Direct. Music power. What's up, Nintendo Maniacs? Are you a big fan of Nintendo Main? Would you like to hear more episodes? Well, hey, if you go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and pledge $1 a month, that's $12 a year, even less than the Nintendo's own online service, you can hear extra shows from us. You can hear our live shows. You can hear our expansion pack episodes, which we do once a month. And right now you can hear our Tony Hawk episode with four previous ones before that, from Game Boy to games that are popular that we don't like and other things like that. We'll do one a month behind a paywall that only patrons can get. So get in there and listen to our expansion pack episodes. You can also hear our sister show, Drug Money, and Nintendo Main on one feed without commercials and at a higher bit rate. Check it out right now. Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. It's not growing. What do you mean? Oh, uh, the question mark block. I hit it and the, the bean popped out of the top, but the vine didn't grow out. Oh, I guess it must be a podcoin. Wait, what is podcoin? Well, podcoin is an app where you can make money listening to podcasts. Like, you can listen to podcasts like us, Nintendo Main, or Drunk Monday on there. And uh, many, many other podcasts that you like to listen to. Basically, the way it works is you get points. You get a point per every 10 minutes that you listen to of a podcast, and you can use your points to donate to charity. You can use it to buy Amazon gift cards and other stuff like that on there. And uh, if you want to get an automatic 300 points, you can use the code Nintendo Main, and you'll start with 300. It's Nintendo Main. That is our code. You can check it out right there. You can find it on Android or iOS. Check it out. Wow, I was just trying to get the cloud world.
Nintendo Direct today. I do want to mention some really quick sales before we do it and a couple of things before we get into it, but we'll go through pretty quick. So there's a Ubisoft sale right now on the uh, Switch eShop. Rayman Legends Definitive Edition is 60% off till the 10th of September. That's a really good game for anybody who likes Super Mario U. Like, it's probably better than that, but it's a really, really good 2D 2D side-scrolling game. Uh, The South Park games are both on sale, 50% and 60%. Stranger Things 3 is uh, $9.99, which I actually thought about getting, because, I don't know, that one kind of came and went, but it's $10 now, and I like the third season, so. I might check it out. Hellblade is at $20. That game was really, really good. I like that game a lot. It's probably one of the best-looking games on the system, I think. Child of Light, that was a Wii game, but it's $7.99. That's a really good RPG if you're looking for some a shorter RPG. It actually has kind of the same battle system as... Uh, actually, has like the same exact battle system as Grandia, so it's the same sort of thing. Mario Plus Rabbids is only 20 bucks to the 10th. Uh, Binding of Isaac is 15, 50% off. And... Uh, I don't know why it's where did it go. Also, uh, the uh, the remastered edition is on sale for twenty bucks. The one that I really liked. Uh, what's it called? Red Faction. The Red Faction mm-hmm. game is twenty nine. It's twenty ninety nine right now, which is totally worth it. I like that game a lot. Marked down from thirty. So those are stuff that I think is worth checking out. I think it's all good till like next Tuesday or Wednesday. But yeah, check out your eShop. There's all sorts of good shit on there for sales. Uh, we missed it. Last week, a couple things, like, came out of nowhere and just, like, shadow-drapped on the eShop. Like, mm-hmm. fucking Bulletstorm is out now for 30 bucks, yeah. And you can... And it's, like, the Duke of Switch Duke version. Of Switch. And you can play through the whole game as Duke Nukem, which uh, I had no idea that they had anything related. But from what I heard, Bulletstorm is, like, a super over-the-top first-person shooter with really big set pieces, you know? And it looked really fun, actually. I almost played it on PS3 but never got around to it. But uh, $30 out of nowhere was just too high for me. But I marked it in case it goes on sale. I might check it out later. That Risk of Rain game that we saw at the beginning of Indie World, like that already, that came out too, like on Thursday. Nobody really said anything about it, and it just automatically came out. Mm-hmm. That's the randomly generated third-person shootery type one where you do uh, online co-op. It's 30 bucks. also. It's a little too high, but I hear it's good from, from what people have said. Uh, that Mega Man collection that we were talking about, it is definitely coming to Switch. I know we were a little like unsure about it last week but there's a there's a trailer there's a trailer that dropped like during the direct about it and it is coming out for sure on the 21st of january 2020 nice also um untitled goose game not in the direct but has a release date now september 20th it's trying to fight yeah trying to fight with Link's awakening (laughs) that's a bold bold date to come out one of these days we're gonna look back on it and be like man that was so weird that time that Goose game trumped, or sorry, Goose game superseded. <laughs> I like that better. Legend better of Zelda game. Yeah. You know what? That it was the one that came out. And it was better. I love that it still doesn't have a title. That it's still called Untitled Goose Game. I hope they just. <laughs> that's I think, the title. I think that's just what it's going to be, right? They're not going to. They're not going to call anything different. Yeah, I just wanted to mention some of that stuff before we get into the direct. One of the developers of Night in the Woods died. I did want to mention that, which mm. which sucks because we aside from. Uh, we did an episode about that. I, I liked that game. I thought that was really cool, and I and I still get that fucking song stuck in my head. I thought it was a good game. And die it anywhere like else. The person had a lot going on, and it sucks they're dead. But yeah, I there's do. still there. It's just a very very complicated mess of stuff. Yeah, Alec Alec How How Lauka. I'm not sure how to mm-hmm. exactly pronounce that, but passed away. Um, 
a few days ago. So on August 31st. So I was so, like, didn't expect that. But yeah, it, from what I could tell, they didn't really say like what exactly happened, but it sounds like he had gone through a lot of shit, like, um, you know, depression and mental issues and stuff like that. So, but it's then- just, it's definitely a one of a kind game. I already thought that and now, of course, there won't be any sequels. So, yeah, now it makes Doesn't the game have to do Sorry with that depression. Was the game did have to do with the, with depression. And I think that was what was so good about it. I mean, it was basically about you know being lost as a as like a late teen or early twenty, you know, in in college mm-hmm. and just not knowing what to do with yourself. And that's basically what it was about. And I felt like it was incredibly relatable. Well, the reason why the person was back was because they had had a basically they had a psychotic breakdown. Yeah. And they had to like go back home for a while to like get their brain back together. Exactly, and also, but also feeling like you don't belong anywhere because you're stuck in this in this town that you don't want to. I mean, the main and, every, and everything's moved on without you while you were away. I mean, the main song that I absolutely love, which I've put on WRT radio and on this show as well, uh, their song that they play as their band "Die Anywhere Else" is like uh-huh. I love that song so much. It's so it's an incredibly depressing song, but. Yeah, it's just about like how you just don't want to die in the place that you were born at, and it's I I get it, I totally get it. I mean, that's a very depressing thing to think about, but yeah, I mean, I'm I said, a lot of other people worked on the game, so I mean, it's okay to still like the game. The person may not have been the greatest, according to some of the stuff I've read, but you know they're gone now, and at least like it's interesting. You got to peer into their mind a little bit. Yeah, I really yeah. like I really like the game, and I I totally. I recommend it for anybody who's uh, yeah. who's looking into playing an interesting game. I mean, it is you could say it's kind of a walking simulator, but I think it's really interesting. It, for me, it's all it about is the, pretty much. It's all about the story and the character. You know, it's and and from when we talked to talked to Janet about it on our episode, we all had completely different playthroughs of it. So it's you can go and you know, like you guys never found the garbage island like I did, but you know. Mm-hmm. It's it you can completely uh, play it differently, and no matter who you are, and I, I like that. I like that in games, but but we send out our thoughts to to his family and all that. And it sucks. It always sucks when people are taken out too early. But other than that, I think I'm good to get into the major topic. I did want to make mention, though, this is important. The 20th anniversary of the Dreamcast is on Monday. Yeah, nine nine. So, oh, Nintendo. the 20th anniversary also falls on 99. 99. Mm-hmm. All nines. 99. 19. Wow. Yeah. 99.99. Good old Dreamcast. Maybe I should break out my Dreamcast. I mean, I have it. I just, it's not hooked up. I have a couple of them. I should try to get it working. Either that or I can just play a Dreamcast game on a different system, which I have that yeah. as well. Sega announced that in honor of the anniversary, they are going to be doing a. 24-hour stream of Dreamcast games on their Twitch channel. I saw so that. Just to check that out. I saw that. Yeah, like the official Sega. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I follow them uh, yet, but I'll check it out. But let's let's get into. Uh, I guess we could talk. I mean, there's a Switch system coming out soon. Um, uh, we don't know. System it's probably update. not. It's probably not going to give me folders. If there's going to be folders, they're going to do a whole direct around that. So, you know, right. it's going to be. It's going to be. Oh, of course, that'll be the, the total. It'll be folder direct. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be into it, but um, yeah, my my notes are not on this on this website, so let me pull them out on my on my phone. But yeah, no, there was a surprise direct today. Uh, uh, what's her face? Emily Rogers was was right for once. I'm still waiting on those GameCube games, though. Damn it! You said those are coming yeah. out for sure. You and your predictions. 
That's all I'm saying. But yeah, no, there there was a there was a forty minute a forty minute Nintendo Direct. I think it was like actually thirty eight minutes, but that doesn't matter. Um, show, showing a whole bunch of shit. Uh, turns out we were right last week. We talked about Overwatch. Overwatch started off the thing right off the bat, coming out yep. ten, fifteen, nineteen, like the same what like a day apart from uh, The Witcher, I think. Yeah, yeah. So yep. It's and it, Overwatch was actually leaked before the direct earlier this afternoon. They put it together from a uh, a European retailer had listed it. So that plus the case, yeah, basically confirmed it. I mean, the case the was definitely a case for yeah, <laughs> consideration. And a... It was a case for Overwatch. Yeah, for sure. So, how do you guys feel about Overwatch? I mean, I uh, I, I got I intrigued. Know. I'm intrigued. Also, now, I mean, I don't think I'm going to like it. Do you? No, no. Do you? You have to pay for it, right? It's not a free to play like Fortnite because it I mean, can't be because that's, it's all yeah. about like being in teams, yeah, where you can talk to each other. Well, I guess Fortnite's like that, but I mean, you do that in Fortnite, and that's free to play. It's a, it's a, I thought it was a story progression like thing, kind of like well, there's so, so there's two. I so a lot of this stuff that was uh, announced on the direct, they're in the eShop now. Uh, Overwatch is in there now. There's two different versions of it. One of it doesn't have a price on it, and the other one does. And so you think maybe there's a free to play and yeah, then like a deluxe version. That's what I'm wondering because there is yeah, there's a deluxe version on there that I think is like forty bucks, thirty bucks maybe, and it and it includes some uh what do you call them? The fucking loot boxes. That you get some of those in there, I guess. But Overwatch is a game that was like what, popular like five years ago, I feel like, pre Fortnite. Like it actually came out well, it's been out for a little bit, but it came out in late twenty sixteen for oh, okay. PlayStation. So we're looking at about three years since the height of its console was it 2016? Okay, yeah, you'll I mean, still play it. But I was close. It's almost four years next year. You know, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't. I don't really know anybody who still plays it. But if it's free to play, I'll try it. If it isn't, I'm not going to play it. <laughs> That's basically how I feel. I mean, when they showed at the end of that segment, when they showed the you know like a an image of like all the characters all in one like line, there's like a ton of characters. It was like Smash Brothers Ultimate, but. Yeah. But the last time Overwatch. I like remember reading anything about this game and caring about it, there were still only like a few characters. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things like maybe we're gonna you know show up to the party late, but we get all the refreshments, all the goodies, They've all been restocked. Yeah, yeah, everything, whatever. Yeah, they fixed everything now. Hopefully, but yeah, that was always this is always something that people are like, well, why is not Overwatch on Switch? Well, now it is. Now what's left now? Apex Legends, I guess. I mean that'll happen in due time, I'm sure. But yeah, Overwatch sure. got announced. No, no, like price or anything. Maybe it is free to this, play. That was like what they started with too, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Like, yeah, they went for. Was like, it leaked because it was the beginning? Like they were. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Or yeah. did they change it to where it was the beginning? I don't know. And and also like this is a 40 minute thing, but they went really like they don't spend a whole lot of time on each of the games. Like they're really like no. Like, like, like they're plowing yeah. through them probably because the Switch has every game ever of, of all time on it now. So <laughs> it's, you know, it's, uh, still no Symphony of the Night. Who cares? I mean, yeah, I, I know, I, I know some people care, but I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather have the Game Boy games on there, the, the game, the Game Boy Advance oh, Castlevania. After that, speaking of Castlevania, we get into, uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 for a little bit. There's a 4v4, eight player on one system mode That's called scream cool. park yeah that looks pretty rad i they didn't the more i see about this game the more it seems to me like they're they're 
doing the antithesis of the GameCube when everyone was like, oh, it's great, but it's so short. Oh, yeah. Now well, this is like, it's and great. It's just and literally it's just like a packed. solitary experience. Like yeah. you're, you're scared and you're wandering through a mansion alone, but now, now you can have eight people at once fighting ghosts. Well, I hope that, I, I just hope that the multiplayer doesn't limit the single player. That's what I always mm-hmm. dislike about stuff that adds a whole lot of multiplayer in there. I want the single player to be like a good, solid experience. And they did the right, same thing with Luigi, with Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon on 3DS. I felt like they did. They basically went against what the GameCube one was. Where GameCube one was was Luigi's Mansion, but Dark Moon has like six mansions. So it's like mm-hmm. they totally expanded it big time. And I had a great time with that game. I played it all the way through. I really liked it a lot. So I'm just I want the sing. I mean, yeah, it's cool. There's like eight player and there's online and co op and all that. But I want the single player to be good. So that and I that is one of my highest anticipated games of the year. So. I'm really excited about it. But yeah, no, there's there's some multiplayer stuff that they talked about there. They didn't mention anything about being online. They just said in the same room, so <clears throat> who knows if that is there or not. But and I think you still can't preload it, but it did mention the release date again, of course. And after that we got a uh, Kirby, new Kirby game. Free. Woo. Yeah, free to start. Uh I played around with it a little bit. It feels a lot like a mobile game, you know, it has like a stamina bar. Where like you gotta wait for it to come back, or like every time you beat a level, you, you know, you get some of it back, that type of thing. It's kind of like a boss rush thing. They're, for me, I couldn't really find a whole lot of depth to it, and I don't know how much I'm gonna play it, play it before I delete it. You know, right. but I tried uh, it for five minutes. I felt yeah. like it was Kirby meets Monster Hunter, kind of. Except if Monster Hunter was really, really basic and two D, yeah, <laughs> and there was only one person there, and you didn't have to. I don't know. I mean, maybe when it gets harder, you have to, like, memorize the patterns and stuff. But I just kind of, like, just button mash the whole way through it, you know. And I've only played, like, a couple levels and bought some new armor. But it's kind of like, there's so many games on the Switch right now. It's really hard for right. something like that to hold my attention, you know, when I have such beauties as Final Fantasy VIII Remastered to play. Yeah, right. it feels so super simple, like, in the worst way. I mean, Kirby's already a pretty simple game, mm-hmm. but well, you can't like- even. It seems like it's lacking a little bit of depth. Like, I was just mashing the button, and then, cool, win. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how it is. I guess you fight harder enemies later, and you can get equipment and level up and stuff like that. But, yeah, it doesn't seem all that complicated to me. But you can do four-player online. That's uh, I I I was able to play online with somebody, so. You, like, ring a bell in in the thing that turns the online on. I thought that was funny. But yeah, no, I mean it's yeah, it's much more simple than regular Kirby. You can't even you can't do copy abilities. You can't like suck anybody up or anything like that. It's all uh, it's all basically you pick what they call a job, and that's like your different weapon that you use. And there you go, Kirby, Kirby, Kirby for free. Super Kirby Clash. It's on the eShop right now. Uh, after that, they talked about Trials of Mana, more of that stuff, which. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I have that game, the original one. I bought the Legends of Mana collection. I this recently really don't play it. I should. I want to. It's on my list of things I want to play. I just haven't gotten around to it. They even make a point to review to like say that though. They're like a game that was just recently re released. Yeah, it's being remastered. Mm-hmm. One thing like, I they did, pretty much say that word for word. It's yeah. like God damn it! But I just bought it. Well, one thing uh, they didn't notice, but I found out since whenever we talked about it last, they completely took off the multiplayer of that game. It's all single player now. It was really? the multiplayer of Trials of Mana was removed. So I mean, well, the it was multiplayer in the Super Nintendo, but the new remake version is single player at all. Uh, it's no multiplayer. So 
Wasn't that one of the big features in the original game? It was a multiplayer game. It's a weird choice. I don't know. But uh, I know you can switch between characters. I'm still kind of like on the fence about it, but I don't know. It looks fine. Uh, you can you can do job classes. I love games with job classes. So, you know, it shows that for a little bit. I'm still kind of iffy on that one. But the one after this, I'm really I'm exci- really excited to play. Uh, Return of the Oberdin was actually on a lot of people's best of the year lists from last year. So mm. I had actually already heard about this game and was incredibly intrigued by it. And I just kind of knew, just knew about the whole, like, where you go around and you look at, like, the dead bodies and they tell you, like, some of what happened before they died and you have to kind of figure that out. Like, that in itself sounded really, really cool to me. And I had never style seen, so cool. I had never seen the style or the way it the looks. Style yeah, it's like, amazing. it's all black. It looks like a 3D black and white Game Boy game. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Or almost like an old, like, book or something. Like, it looks very, but yeah, no, it looks incredible. Like dot Matrix has a dot matrix effect going on. Yeah. So. It's like if, uh, you were watching a film uh, or what? Film noir? How do you say that? Mm-hmm. No one. No one. No, you said it earlier. Noir noir. Through a Game Boy camera. <laughs> uh, Fish Eye Lunch? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. That, no. That game looks really intriguing. Uh, it's coming out this fall, but it didn't have a release date. I thought that really thought that was really weird. But it is in the eShop. Uh, I marked. I basically went through there and marked all the stuff that I was in, that I was interested in. Um, just I put like wish list. Because, oh, right, so it'll email you. Yeah, yeah. So they'll email me when it's on sale or when it releases. So I've been doing that for everything I'm interested in, just let Nintendo let me know. And I did the same thing with, like, Bulletstorm. I'm like, well, you know, I don't want to get it for 30 but I'll mark it, so then they'll tell me when it's on sale, you know? And I, I like that. It's better than just checking sales. They'll, like, email you and be like, hey, this game you like, it's on sale. Check it out. But, no, it looks really, really neat. Um, I'm really excited to play it. It's uh, Like I said, I've heard great things about it. People have talked about it. From last year, I wish there was a release date, but you know, fall we're kind of there now, right? Almost or no? Yeah, we're there. Yeah, we'll be there practically in less than three weeks. Yeah, we're almost there, according to the school. School's back in session. I always figure that's fall and not summer anymore. Yeah. But yeah, no return of the Oberdin. I'm into that. Uh, little town hero. Uh, the game town got an actual name now. It looks really cool. And it's it's actually only twenty five dollars. It's on the it's on the eShop right now. It's releasing for twenty five for twenty four ninety nine. It's releasing before Pokemon Sword and Shield, which is crazy. Yeah. It's releasing the same day as Witcher three, I think, as well. So going up against Witcher three, but no, it looks really like I really like the art design. Looks really cool. I want to understand more about this whole using ideas to fight monsters. I find that interesting, yeah. you know. But so do I. But yeah, no, the so, thing I do. But the biggest thing, like I thought, well, maybe not the biggest thing, but the thing that kind of was like out of left field was Toby Fox. Oh, BT Dubs, the guy who uh, did the music for Undertale. Fuck yeah, yeah. Was, or that most ca- of the music for it. Yeah, that came out of right. nowhere. Yeah, he had a good day today. He got a couple recognition, bit of it's recognition. Yeah. yeah, Toby Fox is like the indie darling right now in the game industry. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I thought that it's was kind of weird. It's the of our day. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, no, I I found that, that weird sick. that he that he was on the soundtrack there. And also, did you notice? That's that, awesome. Did you notice that the sheep in the town look like Mareeps from Pokemon? They look the same. They're like a little yeah, bit less fluffy, but they have the same faces. I know. I was like, wait, that's a Pokemon. That's Mareep right there. Yeah, that was in there. But yeah, no, it's only, it's only twenty five dollars, which makes it way more intriguing to me because I wasn't sure if it was going to be full on sixty or not. But no, it's like over half that price. So. Makes it more intriguing. But yeah, it's you can preload that right now. It's on the eShop. So that's cool. After that, Banjo-Kazooie released today. 
I forgot to I forgot to mention that as to what I've been playing just because I wanted to wait till now. But I did play mm-hmm. through classic mode with Banjo Kazooie, so I fucked around with him. Uh, I it was actually I think it's the highest I've ever cleared highest level I've ever cleared classic mode at. I beat it at eight point seven difficulty. Banjo Kazooie cool. feels OP. So, I mean, yeah, I was able to kill guys pretty quickly. I ne- I didn't get to see his final smash because I them I I, I feel like I. There, yeah. <laughs> I've, I I feel like I got through the classic mode in about 15 minutes, so, you know. But yeah, no, Banjo, Banjo and Kazooie are in there. You can totally beat people up with the bird. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> I mean, I, I like it. In the classic mode, every pretty much every stage except for the Donkey Kong stage has a different song by by the writer of... of uh, yeah, Kirkhope. Kirkhope, yeah. That's what I mean. Um, yeah, if you play through the classic mode, it's Banjo Kazooie. You'll basically go to different levels in there. I mean, you'll start off in a, in a banjo kazooie level, but every level, like you'll go to like you'll fight like the ice climbers, and it'll play like the snow theme that Kirkko Kirkhope wrote for Banjo Kazooie. So it's really cool, and it so a bunch of his songs made it in there. I know he was uh, really excited about it on Twitter when it was announced. But yeah, there's there's got to be like seven or eight songs in there of his. Nice. So I thought that was really cool. I mean, I yeah, I recognized them all. But yeah, awesome. He got put up today too with uh, him and Toby Fox, both sons from shit. But yeah, Banjo Kazooie's in there. He's got his own level. Uh, you can do a bunch of moves where you hit people with Kazooie and all that stuff, which is pretty funny. There was you a up as a couple of the guys from. Oh wait, that's later. Oh, we can say it now because this was because uh, I think the new me costumes was actually, I think it was actually not announced, was it? Or no, no, they it said it was in the second. Um, they showed off. The oh, okay, yeah, because yeah, I watched there was a whole second video just for Banjo Kazooie. Yeah. yeah, they did a twenty. Uh, There's a Smash twenty-five Mountains. minute thing with uh, Sakurai going through Banjo Kazooie stuff. I didn't watch all of that. I watched some of it, but I did watch Skipped the trailer. Around. I watched the trailer with the me stuff with it's the me, with the me costumes. But what's what's most important is after the Banjo Kazooie, they said that they are doing more characters after this round of new characters. So that really doesn't Not surprise over. me, but. They're like we're doing. They're like there's only one left, but after five, we're doing more. So they're totally going to make it to that hundred person. This roster. is when they did yeah. the zoom in on the. Uh, they show like all the consoles and they're like zooming around and like. Oh, that was, was, oh, oh, that was later. Okay, Game of Watch. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I scrolled back. That is the next one. Yep. Yeah. Well, there is more fighters coming. Okay, so there's new. That me- was my. That was why I said at the top though that SNES fake out because they totally. Mm-hmm. Go right to the SNES and then go over to the right to SNK. Yeah, it's a really weird choice, but I wondered. Like, I was watching it with Jess, and she was like, "She's like, there's probably one person that thinks that's cool." And I'm like, "I like Terry Bogard; he's cool." <laughs> I'm like, "But it's like, how many people play Fatal Fury or like King of Fighters? Like, really? You know, it's like, I mean, really? I, I like I like having fighting game characters in there. Like, I hope he controls the same as Ryu, where like if you do his moves from Fatal Fury." They're stronger, you know, like the same way Ryu, Ryu and Ken are. So, I just think that they I'm, were trying to get everybody like to think that was the SNES classic right then, oh, or the yeah, SNES yeah. games, because they were like they showed like the you know the thing they always do the like the cross lines for Smash, Smash Bros. Yeah. And then you know you kind of forgot for a second that it was Smash Bros. because like it shows another line of like a bunch of like. Let's show all these dates and stuff, and then it like zooms in on the SNES. Well, it doesn't really zoom in, but it like stops, it stops there, and then it goes to the side. And you're yeah. like, I remember like yelling at the TV. I'm like, yes, SNES on. You know, I thought it was yeah. SNES. Now, like, wait a minute, this is Smash Brothers, and then it goes over to SNK. I'm like, wait, what? 
Yeah. <laughs> and but, but, that was a that really was cool. But they that did was it. a really awesome like uh video like they did. Oh yeah, no. Classic I love that video. Graphics. Oh yeah, because right. they do the they do the like opening the na 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 na, you know, like the SNK thing. But then it does it like in the graphics of like King of Fighters. So like I was looking, mm-hmm. I was like I was like, "Oh, not not Rio." And I'm like, "Okay, good. It's not him." And I'm like I'm like, "What about, I'm like Iori, that'd be really cool." Like I actually knew all the guys. I was like, mm-hmm. "Wait, Geese Howard? No, wait." It was. It was. They fun. were all reaching for the, the invitation. Yeah. It was fun. It's been tossed around. That it was, was fun funny. for me because I knew all the characters. I'm like, wait, no, not that guy. But it's like, really, if you don't, if you don't care about Fatal Fury or any of the SNK fighters, it may not be that exciting to you. Oh yeah, they go to Samurai Showdown as well. But it was funny to because it was like all the old graphics, like the old 16 bit, and yeah, it was really animated really. well. I was really I, impressed by yeah. that part. Like that yeah. was like pretty. Like uh, that was pretty far to go to like promote being in the game. Like. To create all that old, like old graphical art, I'm sure it was not easy to do. I mean, it looks just like the old arcades. Mm-hmm. I really hope yeah, it was cool. It was clever. I really hope they have the female Terry Bogard from the from the Fatal Fury Fatal thing that was on there that was on Switch, where like all the characters were women. They should they really should do that version of of him on there uh, as a, as a yeah. different costume. But no, no, yeah, it's cool. Like he picks it up, and I think if you're using anybody from the SNK fighting games, you really got to do. You either got to do Terry or or Hawamaro, right? Probably. Hawamaro would have been cool, but then it'd be like another sword guy. Like, we got enough sword guys in there. But yeah, no, Terry Bogart's a super cool dude. Like, I always liked playing as him in those games. So I will be, I mean, I already did the fighter pass, so I'm into playing as him. It's been kind of a really weird, those fighter passes have all been like, they've all been other uh, stuff pretty much, right? It's been, uh, it's it's been from other companies, you know. We have like uh, Perso- parties, yeah. Persona and like Banjo Kazooie and like uh, and like Lodo and you know who was was there another one I forgot out of there. I think that's it. But yeah, no, it's been it's been all about different non Nintendo stuff. So maybe the fifth one will be like a specific Nintendo guy. They did make a point to say at the bottom that it would be an extra cost for any new. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. Characters they, after the initial pack. Yeah, and after that they announced. I said it earlier, but yeah, they said there's going to be more guys, so they'll probably make it to a hundred eventually because they're pretty close, right? They're probably at like ninety mm-hmm. by now. They started at what seventy nine? I, I thought it was, was like, that the number. I thought it was like eighty or something. Or no, yeah, maybe no, maybe it was eighty five total with all of the DLC ones. Yeah, so maybe you're yeah. right. Yeah, seventy nine plus the plant, the piranha plant, and then five more, so that's eighty five. So if they add another five, that'd be ninety. But they could easily get to a hundred. I don't know. Right, but there are they pick up the pace though. Yeah, yeah. To get to a hundred, that'd be like, what another three years, basically. Well, I think they want this to be the last <laughs> Smash Brothers. Yeah. You know, it's very much, and that's that's kind of the world we live in, where they do like you know the game as a console, where it's like one game except forever DLC upload. You know, you, like you keep adding stuff to it, and that's it will be there forever. You know, right? But yeah. uh. There were some new me costumes. The one I'm, the one that I like the best is fucking Goemon from Legend of Mystical Ninja on there at the very beginning. Yeah. That was the best one, hands down. Even though the uh, the Undertale one was pretty crazy too, I didn't really expect that. That's what you were talking about the other Toby Fox stuff, right? Yeah, it just like there he is. He's like in the mainstream of uh, what is it? What's yeah. his name? Sane? Sign? Something? What's that guy? Sands. Sands. Sand. Yeah, that's Ca- Sane. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Uh, yeah, but I, I like seeing Gomon in there. I'm really I'm, I'll jump jumping ahead, but we'll talk about it when we get there. Uh, so, the other ones were Proto Man uh, Zero uh, from Mega Man, and then Team Rocket. Oh yeah, Team Rocket as well. 
the the two different ones. I, I forgot about that. They also announced, uh, in addition to the Mii Fighters, there were new Amiibo coming out. Did you see that part? Oh, fuck, I missed that. Yep. Who's, who was Three on new there? new Amiibo on September 20th. We're going to get Squirtle, Ivysaur, and Snake. Oh, Snake. I really want Snake. I mean, I'm I'm really past. Snake! Yeah, that's what I'd say after he fell behind my bookshelf. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I really want the snake amiibo. I want to I want to load a one too whenever that comes out. Nice. So, uh, what do we got after that? Next is Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening. Uh, you can save your dungeons to amiibo. That's it. So I didn't realize that was the thing. That's pretty cool. Like so I'd literally be able to like make a evil dungeon and then bring it up to you. Mm. When I hang out with you and just like, yeah, but but or what just, I, I could just do that here too. Yeah, but what I'm wondering is, does that mean we can't do anything online? Like we can't download people's dungeons? I was hoping that I was hoping that it was going to have kind maybe, of maybe. I hope hopefully it's both. But I, I was hoping it was going to have is, a bit. Then why to the, bother with the amiibo? Yeah, I think it's not. What it makes me think is there's not going to be online. I was hoping we were going to get something like Mario Maker out of it, but like Zelda mm-hmm. Dungeon Maker, you know, like sort of a Zelda yeah. Maker thing. But that when them saying that you can put it on an amiibo and share it with people like that, that makes me think that we're not going to have online for it, which sucks because you're probably right. Because yeah, that would extend the game more if you could download custom made dungeons from people and just you know kind of play it forever. But then if we're not going to get the online, then I say uh, Zelda Maker confirmed in development. <laughs> Maybe we can only hope, right? Maybe it's we'll sort of a amiibo base. Yeah. <laughs> well, it kind of reminds me of the, it's almost like the Mario Maker 3DS, right? Where it's like, you can make a level, but you have to street pass it. You can't put it online. You can only street pass it to people. So it's kind of like that. But yeah, Lamar Legend of Zelda stuff, it still looks really cool. Uh, they, they're like, oh, hey, there's some guys from other games. It shows like the Goombas in there and, and Kirby right. and like all the different stuff. I still think it looks real neat. Uh, I'm still in. I'm still in on that. I wonder if they're going to throw in any more like, new Nintendo references that weren't in the original one. It's kind of in the same spirit. Well, I mean, because it already I mean, at that point in there. dug into the French, like all of Nintendo's franchises pretty heavy. Uh, yeah. They already stuck. They already stuck Dampy in there. I mean, he wasn't in there before, like for the, for the dungeon maker. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So that, they very, very well. What about Tingle? May, maybe Tingle. Get Tingle in there. Tingle could in that <laughs> world. Yep. I mean, they already got, they already have some really weird people in that world. Like maybe you don't need Tingle. I think just let the people be weird that are already weird there. Bring Tingle in there. Everybody's going to seem fine. Yeah. So after that, they talked about Dragon Quest Eleven. It was stuff that we already knew about because we already played the demo. But they told Including you that the demo. I also already downloaded that DLC that they talked about because it's already been out. So I downloaded it when I got the demo. So the fighter, whatever it's called, Way of the Warrior, Way of the Adventure. I've already downloaded that. You can download it right now in the eShop for free. It basically gives you gives you the costume of the Dragon Quest Eight character, the Trodane stuff. Which is pretty funny because you can turn Veronica into the hamster that he carries around. So I thought that was kind of funny. She wears a hamster outfit, which is like okay. But yeah, no, I'm you know more Dragon Quest Eleven stuff. I I can't wait to play it. I think it looks amazing. I've already played the demo and it's already like my game of the year. So there you go. But uh, after this, uh, Jeremy's favorite announcement on here. Probably happy, happy you never unsealed that game. Yeah, it's Tokyo Mirage Sessions. So uh, yeah, Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp Fe Encore. 
coming <laughs> yeah, coming sure. to the Switch <laughs> January 17th, 2020. And by the way, they're selling this for full price. It's on the eShop. I looked it up. They're selling it for 60 fucking dollars yeah. <laughs> for like a five-year-old game. Way to go, guys. That kind of, that kind <laughs> well, of put, it's got extra yeah. stuff on it, you know. It's, it's got, got a song. Um, <laughs> it's got an extra song, song on it. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe two songs. I don't know. Yeah, that kind of that kind of stopped my. I was like, well, maybe I'll get it. And it's like sixty bucks. I'm like, no, no, I'm not getting that. I have it. I have it already, and I'm almost. And I'm like halfway through it. I'll just finish it. Even though I'm really interested to see how they do the cell phone stuff that you do through the Switch remote. Maybe you, you have to just pause the game and do it. I guess. Oh, through the Wii remote, you mean? Like it did the like Wii U. video stuff on it? Yeah, no, on the Wii U one. Yeah, your screen is like your phone, and you can like text your text the guys through there. And like read their stuff and respond to it, so you kind of that's supposed to be like your your mobile, you know, and you can talk to people through that. They'll probably just you probably just pause and go to it or something, but yeah. that's probably all you really needed for that. But I thought it was kind of a cool thing. But but yeah, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Hopefully, it'll have you know now people can play it. It's a really good game. I forgot that the I forgot that like it's called Perform Performa. Like uh-huh. persona performer, like persona. Yeah, I was hilarious. Confused. I totally I forgot that they call the characters perform performa just like personas, because the personas in the game are Fire Emblem characters. Is basically what it's it basically. Is. It seems like a world of rock stars, or you know, there's a lot more rock stars than usual. Yeah, in they're such like a, uh, in such a level that like other beings come from other dimensions to like steal the the, the performa, performa yeah. power. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, where Earth has arrived. It's a bizarre ass game, and that's why I liked it, just because it's like totally out there. And and it's yeah, it's basically like Persona, but if your personas were Fire Emblem characters, that's about the only thing that's Fire Emblem about it, aside from like playing a that couple g- of Fire Emblem characters, right? Yeah, but there's like the, t- the the tune, like whenever you level up, it plays the Fire Emblem level up song and stuff like that, but there's no like turn based strategy or anything in there. It's just a turn based, regular turn based RPG, so. It's not that much harder. It's more. It's more uh, Tokyo. It's more um, Shin Megami Tensei than Fire Emblem. But it's a cool game. Anybody who hasn't played it and wants to pay a full on sixty dollars for it, it's a lot of fun. It's a it's a weird ass game, and I'm I guess I'm glad that it's coming to the Switch now because I feel like nobody played it on Wii U. It was my game of the year of what like 2014, whenever 2015, whenever. Uh, yeah, I think it was when it was just that and and Color Splash. Like that was that was my game of the year. I mean, yeah, it's cool. It's a good game. Like I, I it, might, it actually might have been 2016. Yeah, maybe it was 2016. But I yeah, think about it. It's official. Uh, that, that's I another. own it. It's yeah. still sealed, <laughs> but I own this game on. You could keep it sealed and play it on Switch, I guess. Kind of thinking about maybe doing that. Yeah, but uh, but that's another. Whatever you know, yeah. I I think we all kind of expected that to come eventually. I don't know, yeah. John. Maybe you hadn't thought as much about it, but. We've been talking a lot. What's well, another one on the, the switch of like yeah. what's all the stuff they're going to bring from the Wii, the Wii U because no one played it and like this was one of the top things. It's yeah. like this is definitely you know a game they're going to bring back. It's like what what's left on the list that was like Wii U exclusive and never went to anything uh-huh. else. It's like Tokyo Mirage so Sessions. Kotaku is keeping a running list of of Wii U games that they think were going to come to Switch and at least Wonderful One Hundred One. Like yeah, I think it's like. Two thirds of them are, are are on there already. So I'm still waiting. Another one they checked off. I'm still waiting for Devil's Third Definitive Edition. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually in a fake list of games before we knew what the Switch was. 
was the, and it showed like a leaked like a fake leaked list and and Devil's Third Definitive Edition was in there and I'm like that's hilarious. You just let us next. You just let us all know that that's not a real list cuz nobody would do that. But they should. That game's fun. Uh what's after that? So a weird Is that ass- when uh, uh Yoshi's uh flippy flippy dippy or whatever. <laughs> 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 no, Yoshi's flippy dippy was an actual one that said it was fake like the the devil's third one said that it was real but the flippy dippy one was like a joke one <laughs> yoshi's flippy dippy yeah i'm still waiting on that game so uh, after that some weird ass game called deadly premonition never heard of it but uh i guess got a sequel uh, deadly premonition 2 is coming out next year deadly premonition 1 is available on switch right now i think it's like 40 bucks or something it kind of looks like sort of a Resident Evil um, Silent Hill-ish game, like a horror third-person action thing is kind of what I gathered from it. Uh, I mean, I was kind of intrigued by it, but it was, the, the price point was a little high for me. Looks to, dumb for the price point. To jump into something that I don't really know anything about, but this there's a sequel coming next year. Uh, the original is right, out right now. But what else was out today is uh, Divinity Original Sin 2, right? It's a Two. sequel. Yeah. Definitive that, Edition. Definitive edition. Uh, that's a game that's been talked about a lot on the Acts of the Blood God. They love that game. Uh, it's along the same lines as what Pillars of Eternity, which is already on there. Mm-hmm. They're I don't know. They really look like PC RPGs for, to me, and I have never got into a PC RPG, so same. it seems too Western for me. I'm I'm sorry. I don't completely hate Western RPGs, but. No, I do hate Western RPGs. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, I don't a know cool if I've feature, gotten though. all the way through a Western RPG. I, I really, I, the only one I liked was Kingdoms of Amalur, and I didn't beat that one because it was fucking huge. It's like a 200-hour game. But that was the only one I really liked. But I'm hoping that I like The Witcher, you know, which, when that one comes out. Same. But, I think uh, it's cool, though. This one has cross-save with Steam. Oh, Definitive oh, Definit- Original Sindos? Nice. Yeah. I had a little bit of a wonder if they were going to be like, and now you can get Steam on Switch, like at the very end. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Steam, I didn't write this down because I think because I think the sale like is done tomorrow. But was mm-hmm. it Human Fall Flat? I don't know if you ever got that game, but it's fifty percent off on the eShop right now. But you I can, have it. But you can download. There's a Steam level that's like free DLC, I guess. I don't know what that is, but it's worth looking into. Let's say if you already have it, there's some free DLC shit for it. You want to hop in, hop on there, check it out. Got to check out that level, yeah. Fall flat yeah. on it. Yeah, fall flat on it. But uh, yeah, but the best. Okay, we, we can I, skip over this next one. No, yeah, I don't think anybody's no. really that interested. No, the best thing about the whole thing, uh, it made me really happy because I thought they were going to say available today, and I was going to be like, yes, but no. So yeah, we were right. We talked about this in the rumors like a few ep- a few episodes ago. But yeah, Doom sixty four. One of the greatest dooms of all time is uh, coming to Nintendo Switch, and it looks a lot brighter now. Thank God, it was so dark on the on the sixty four one. But no, how quick did you figure it out? Like, did you recognize the logo behind him? Like, oh, I knew what it was right when they saw that because they show the demon head from the from the yeah. logo. So I'm, I'm like, oh, no, there it is. Because what else would it be? They already announced like Doom Two, like the new Doom mm-hmm. that's going to be on there. You know, I love that they're making. I love that they're making the Switch a Doom machine. Like that's so cool. Like just for. <laughs> For people like me that love Doom, you know, it's like we're going to put all of the Dooms on there. I'm like, thank you, guys. That's awesome. It's true. I love that. because True I, Doom. Because Doom is like probably, I don't know, it's probably like one of my favorite first-person shooter series. Just because, 
I don't know. I just love how to the point it is. It's just about running around and killing demons. And sometimes that's just all you want to do in life is just run around and kill demons. <laughs> and it's, you know, sometimes simplicity is right. But yeah, no, Doom 64 coming out November 22nd, which that was when I was like, I yelled at the TV. I was like, what? That's too far away, you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was coming out like, I thought it was coming out to like today or like this month. I'm like, I'm like, you're putting it out like on the same fucking day as Pokemon practically the hell man it's like a 20 year old it's like over 20 years old shouldn't take that long i don't know but i'm really happy that it's coming it's it's another you know i feel like i was ahead of the curve on this one i mean i i probably the only person in the world that has a custom made doom 64 t-shirt that i wear often you know and then now everybody can know how great it is i mean jeremy and i we did it we did a live show about games that you know personal games that we loved and i talked about doom 64 if you give us a dollar on Patreon, on Patreon, you can hear that episode. And it wasn't that long ago, and here it is. That That's was our real. very first live that show. That guy was in the audience, and he said, yeah, yeah, we should do that. Yeah, because nice. I feel like I've been talking about Doom 64 for a while. Like, on my top list of 64 games to bring to Switch, that would always be my number one that I would say is Doom 64. And here it is. I love it. I love the Switches bringing all the old shit back. It's great. I love 64. That's like three 64 first-person shooters that we'll have on there now. It's awesome. Yeah, Direct 1 and 2 in this. Direct 1 and 2 and Doom 64. That's all you need, man. Uh, so after that is uh, some game called Rogue Company, which I've never heard of. Uh, any of you guys heard about that? Nope. Not until today. Yeah, it's like an online multiplayer. You level up and stuff. I don't know. It's coming out next next year. Uh, it's on the eShop. No price point or anything, but you know, I it's 5v5, yeah. So, you know, another game of like lots of people, mm-hmm. yeah. There's supposed to be some sort of underground group or something like that. They're like, they're like, nobody knows about Rogue Company or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know about it, <laughs> so nobody <laughs> knows about it. So, that was announced. Then, after that, they uh, some more Pokemon stuff. Uh, probably one of my favorite new Pokemon that they've announced, uh, Poltegeist. Which is like mm-hmm. a Pokemon, which is like a tea Pokemon in a cracked... Uh, tea-based Pokemon. Yeah, I, I love it. I love tea so much. I love tea beer. I love regular tea. I'm drinking tea right now, you know. Is this the first Pokemon that you can drink? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what about those water-based ones? You could probably drink Chandelure. You probably shouldn't, though, but you could. And drink, yeah. all, drink all that, like, oil that's burning in there. <laughs> or or like the or the one before that, the, the light, the one that's the candle. You can drink the candle wax. No, but no, it does say that in the video that that it would let your let the trainer drink the tea. It was kind of like, oh, okay, okay, that's uh, dirtier than they thought, probably. And uh, what was it? The other one, Jeremy mentioned it earlier as your nickname, or as your at the very beginning of the show, uh, Cromorant. Yep. The only the only bird that I know of that can eat the fish out of the surf attack, <laughs> yep. and shoot them at you. <laughs> as uh, what is it? Gulp missile. Yep, gulp missile. So yeah. yeah, I've got. I'm gonna be cooking food and shooting my leftovers out at you. Oh yeah, you can make curry now too. That was another interesting thing. Now there's like a little cooking mini game in, in Pokemon, which I'm, I think is kind of cool because it's like it's like I gotta catch them all, and there's also I gotta cook it all. Yeah. It kind of reminded me a little bit because there's uh, like forty. I think it said forty recipes, maybe. But there's like several recipes. Maybe it's more than that. And do they do they give you like status effects and stuff when you eat them, or is it? Just... I'm not sure about that, but I, I, oh yeah, actually yeah, it does affect your Pokemon. Yeah, because it reminded me of uh, Final Fantasy 15. 
if you remember that game, where you like make the different where you make the different food at the campsites and they and they give you status effects. Kind of reminded me of that. I mean, there's I don't not... know what Pokemon did they use to make that sausage. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like who did they who did they kill? Because <laughs> I mean, there's I don't think there's meat aside from them. I bet it's vegan vegan sausage, probably. But no, I mean, I'm still excited about the Pokemon. You can wear gloves now. That's really cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, Pokemon Camp is where you can cook your curry on rice and all that. You can wear makeup. Hopefully, that works for uh, for men and men and women on there. But uh, yeah, you can wear some eyeshadow for all trainers. Yeah, that uh, that trainer game is out now too for the for the mobile. I just I haven't played it. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I just I didn't get around to getting it. Oh, and I tried to download that Tony Hawk one for iOS, but it's like a million gigs, so it wouldn't fit on my phone. <laughs> Much like the patch of Tony Hawk Five, so I didn't I didn't end up getting it, but I had to look at it. But yeah, yeah, the more Pokemon stuff. I still I'm still really excited. I don't really about it. understand what there's something about how you could visit your friend's Pokemon camp and like so you could have up to like what was it four friends all hanging out with X amount of Pokemon each. Well, Maybe think, it was more than that, but I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what was happening there. I think it probably has to do with like what they said before about how there's that, that open area that you can go to where you can where you can do raids with like four people and fight giant Pokemon. It's probably like similar to that, right? Where you can also like hang out at your campsite with them. I wonder if you like, can like get your, your post. Pokemon crossbreed cross breed or something. I don't know. You can. I think you can breed all the Pokemon. That's how you get all those starters. You breed, I think you breed dittos with the with the starters to get more of the starters. Is how that is how that works. If you want, you know, if you want to send out extra Charizards or whatever. I don't know. I'm I'm still excited so, about Pokemon. I think it looks good. I wish people every everybody would stop hating on it on the internet, but I'm excited for Sword. I'm and into Shield. it. The more yeah. I think, the more hate I'm seeing, the more like maybe I'll actually be able to jump into this game like it's new because I like. Haven't finished a Pokemon game besides Snap. Mm. I hope you like it. I mean, I I like it. I like what I've seen of it. It's really, really into it. But not as much as I'm into the next thing. Something that was kind of leaked, which we talked about. But So yeah, uh, the thing that we've all been kind of waiting for since the Nintendo Switch Online launched. but And I'm still waiting for it. It's not quite out yet as of recording of this. But Super Nintendo... What is it called? Like Super Nintendo... Nintendo Switch Online or something like that. They gave the whole name of it on the on the direct. It is yeah, Super Nintendo Entertainment System Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's like the it's like the um Dragon Quest Definitive Edition thing. So uh I I took a picture of all of the games that are offered on this just so mm-hmm. I can read through them from from the video. And there's some cool ones on there that actually I've never seen before. So I'm excited. I was gonna about say because I have I have it sorted out already for the ones that are not on the SNES Classic. Well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna read the whole list here. So uh, Brawl Brothers, I'm not sure what that is. That probably like a Final Fight type thing is what I would guess. I've never played it before. Breath of Fire, which is an awesome turn-based RPG from Capcom. That's a great thing to have on there. That's an awesome game. Everybody should play it. Demon's Crest, also an excellent Capcom game. Not an RPG, but a uh, Sort of, you know, like a like a two D adventure type game. It's a side uh, side quest of uh, Ghouls and Ghosts. Yeah, and it's actually the sequel to Gargoyle's Quest on Game yep. Boy, which Ooh. I own the cartridge for that. And I didn't know anything about Ghouls and Ghosts at the time. I just liked the way it looked because <laughs> it had a gargoyle on the front of it. But no, yeah, those those three games are stuff that isn't on the SNES Classic, so that's cool. And as far as I know, Brawl Brothers was never available on Virtual Console, so 
At least I never heard of it. I don't think so. I know Breath of the Fire. There's even more stuff that wasn't on. Oh yeah, yeah. Console. No, I'm, I'll keep going. So F Zero, we've already gotten that. Uh, Joe and Mac Two, Lost in the Tropics. I don't think that was on Virtual Console. Is that what you're talking about? That one's actually. I feel like the the um, it's like the Star Fox Two of this batch because it's a really it's a pretty rare game. Mm. I think like late in the uh, Super Nintendo's life, and it's really weird compared to the first game. I thought, uh, well, I mean, I thought a few of them were kind of like that. But yeah, Joe and Mac 2, I don't really know much about that, but it's really cool that we can play it for free having the the Switch online. I'm really excited to dive into these once they get around. Kirby's yeah. Dream Course, that's on the SNES Classic. Kirby's Dream Land 3, that wasn't on there, but that was... It was vir- not. It was Virtual Console on Wii U. I actually have it on there. Um, that's a thing that we mentioned like back when we were bitching about what wasn't on the Virtual or was it on, on the Super SNES Nintendo Classic? Classic? Yeah, yeah, and that's a weird that's a weird one, but it's a but it's a fun one to play. Uh, I'm really happy about Pilot Wings being on there. That was that one got the shaft for the Super Nintendo Classic also. So, yeah. so fuck yeah on Pilot Wings. Now we just need Act Razor in there too. Not there yet, but mm-hmm. uh, so Star Fox one, no two, but yeah, but, people rumored that there was going to be two on there. But I guess yeah. that was true. Well, not yet. You never know. They'll be. They'll probably keep doing the month thing. But Stunt Race FX, Jeremy has the cartridge of that. You can. Uh... What a terrible game. <laughs> I know, but now you can play it on your Switch. It's funny. They mentioned they're like, a game that you've never played anywhere else. And I'm like, and you wouldn't want to. <laughs> it's not a great game. <laughs> but terrible. But now we can all suffer together in our Switches. It's like, it's the, this version. I already said the other one was like Star Fox 2, but this is like, honestly, yeah. Here's another SF, you know, a Super FX chip game we couldn't do before. Now we can. And what about uh, what about Super EDF? That like sounds like a rave that you go to or something. Super or Earth EDF. Defense Force. Yeah, Super Earth EDF. Force, yeah. I never I never played that game, but I want to. Didn't you guys play EDF? No, I never heard of it. Yeah, it sounds like a some sort of electronics electronic rave event. Super EDF. I don't know. It looks cool. Uh, Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Incredibly hard, but it's on there. That was on Super Nintendo Classic. Super Mario Kart, Super Mario World, Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island, Super Metroid, Super Puyo Puyo 2. I thought that was kind of like the Star Fox 2 of the stuff that was on there. Because that's yeah. a Japanese-only game. Like, if it's when it shows the list of all of them, that has the different yeah. has a different design on it. Because I, as far as I knew, I there was no... Yeah, if I had to look a little closer, I'd be like, oh, what is that? Yeah, as far as I know, there was no Puyo Puyo Pop on Super Nintendo, but I guess nope. there was. This is the first time in the U.S. Yeah, so yeah, Super Puyo Puyo Pop or Super Puyo Puyo Two. So I guess there was one also, maybe, <laughs> and that's coming out. And Super Soccer and Super Tennis were those ever on any Virtual Console? I don't think so. No. Nope. I forgot about those. And uh, first time they're on. And Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. So it's a pretty. I think that's a pretty awesome list of games right there. Yeah, you got a good mix of the expected and then the completely unexpected. I like that there's a good amount of stuff that I haven't played on a million different systems. Like, I'm really right. happy that it's not like, oh, that game again? Like, if it if it came out and it was like the same, exactly the same as the Super Nintendo Classic, I'd be kind of like, come on, guys. Yeah. There's 11 games that are not on that. So if you already own an SNES Classic, you're getting 11 more games. Yeah. For free, if you're already a... Yeah. SNES so, subscriber, so I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty happy with that. Also, just like it's crazy, like are, as far as I can tell, they're releasing them all at once. Yeah, I think they're doing it. Uh, they they said uh, 
the 5th, the day after. So by the time you're listening to this, they will be out there. I was trying my hardest. I've been checking the eShop like crazy. This is a Thursday night right now, and uh, there's nothing on there as of right now. So it's probably not going to drop until like Thursday afternoon. But i really excited to play them on the Switch. It sucks that you still can't take that fucking shit off the screen where it says like press start to whatever and select. I really wish yeah. that they would get rid of that and give us let us get a different like Make border on there or something. Yeah. No, you can get rid of that sh- fucking shit on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jess and I were playing Mario Party or not Mario Party. Uh, we were playing Super Mario Three earlier on the on the NES online the Switch thing, and yeah, it's just it's just so annoying that you just it has to be there. You know, it's like the the border and all that it's just yeah they should get rid of it but on the super nintendo one you can do the rewind feature so that's really cool they continued to have that on there yeah they made a point to be like available from day one you know it's not gonna be an update later and i'm guessing they didn't really mention it but i'm guessing you can still do the online pass the controller thing and all that like you did yeah they mentioned that you can play online uh two players so okay i'm sure that's in there cool yeah Yeah. also we're gonna get the controllers so, yeah, but not. You think you're gonna get the controllers? <laughs> but you can't. Uh, you can just dock them on the side of the switch, right? Yeah. You yeah. can't. You can't no, dock you can't, them. You can't. You can't do the boom box feature like we could with the NES controllers. Yeah, that's a shame. Um, it has. Yeah. I, I guess it has a USB USB C charger on it, so you can charge it like a pro controller. I actually think that's pretty cool. Like none of the eight bit dough. They're all still micro USB. Not this guy. Mm-hmm. Not the eight bit. Not the eight bit dough pro. It's a, it's a C, I told you, early in the show. Oh, you did? Yeah, USB-C and the pros. Uh, okay, I, I want one. I mean, I don't. I have so many Super Nintendo controllers that work with the Switch. I know this one is official from Nintendo and all that, but really, I've got like, I've got like five, maybe. And Jeremy has his original one that he redid. And See, I, know, I have two. Right? I know you guys are still going to get it, but... I'm still gonna get it. I yep. mean, this this pro, this pro controller that I have is modeled after the Super Nintendo controller. It's basically a Super Nintendo controller with analog sticks with and, like and handles. Butters. Yeah, but I like that they're selling them individually though, so you can only buy one if you want to. Yeah, you don't have to get two, and they're thirty, right? Are they 40? thirty? Yep. Okay. Yeah. I do regret that they don't attach to the side in a weird way. Yeah, right. You I were hoping that, that. you're hoping everyone, but everything would do that. But it's, I guess it kind of like would get in the way of the L and R buttons. They could do it like yeah. down the middle, I guess. But then maybe that would be weird to hold. I don't know. I kind of. It yeah. was a dumb idea from the get go, and only the NES controllers could work that way. Mm-hmm. Even then, they're like pretty much unwieldy in the layout. Yeah, I kind of wanted it be just because of it being straight from Nintendo. But at the same time. I have so many Super Nintendo style controllers that I can yeah. use on my Switch that it's like, I mean, I have at least three that I can use that are actually Super Nintendo controllers or modeled after like 8-bit dough ones, you know? So it's like, do I really need this? Well, but I'm happy about the Super Nintendo stuff. So but there you go. What if it had the same kind of battery capacity of like the Pro Controller on the Wii U? You know, who knows? We'll find out later, but that's kind of actually there could be the- something about it that will set it apart. The, uh, I mean, another thing, not to talk too much about the 8 Doe Pro Controller, but this baby is supposed to have, like, 30 hours of battery power on it. Like, it's fucking last forever. So. I haven't had to recharge it yet, and it hasn't said that it's out of batteries. And I got it on Monday? Yeah, I got it Monday. So I've been playing it ever since then. But, yeah. So another thing that I'm excited about 
Tetris 99 is getting an official free 2.0 update, adding a bunch of shit. Now, I, I had to watch this a couple times to try to figure out, like, what is included in the free update and what is included in the paid one. I think is all the multiplayer is in, in the paid, right? Like the eight-person local multiplayer? I think right? so. I think, like, you just... And the yeah, two-player Tetris You pay the premium initially and you get all the extra stuff. I mean, it's nine ninety nine for all the DLC, and it makes me want it now. I mean, if it's coming out tomorrow, I'll probably end up getting it, but because I really want the multiplayer on there. But uh, yeah, no, I guess you can like. There's like a new mode that you can only get to if you win the game. Like you have to get Tetris Maximus like to get mm-hmm. there. Then there's a mode where you can make your own. You can unlock and make your own uh, themes. I, I I saw there was a Mario one, and there was another like uh, Nintendo related one on there, and. Yeah, I'm just excited to play all that stuff. That's supposed to launch on the same on Thursday, the same time as SNES Classic. I've been looking for that as well. Haven't seen anything on online yet, so that's probably going to be later in the afternoon. But I hope this is going to bring you back to Tetris 99, John, because that game's fucking great. You should have never let go of it. It's a wonderful game. Should never let go. Yeah, maybe I'll get a eight bit Doe controller as well. It's on my. I mean, well, just just go in and use the options. And you're and just all you have to do is turn off the the pro controller fuck up and you'll be fine. Like you just maybe I'll jump back in. No, say yep. just I I I mean I was the one who bitched about it the most and and I turned it and and I used my pro controller all the time. Well, I did before it died, but I, I used it for Tetris ninety nine constantly. Once they added that thing in there where you just change the sensitivity and it's just a button. You just turn it off and then it's yeah. That's out. what killed your controller. What too much Tetris ninety nine. <laughs> maybe too much sensitivity yeah oh i made it not sensitive or something <laughs> but yeah no i, I want to play all that stuff uh there was some more after that there was some more mario sonic stuff i wasn't really i mean i'm not going to get it when it comes out but i am kind of a, i like that 8-bit stuff that they have in there i think that's look, looks yeah. really cool it's cool there's a story mode in there and the story mode is weird too yeah. you see the plot of that yeah they they go it's... back in time and they get <laughs> stuck in the 1964 olympics they get, they get stuck. At, no, the characters must escape a video game based on the 1964 Olympics. So they get sucked into another video game. I think I think that's maybe the excuse as to why they go into 8-bit land. Like why they end up in those old school looking games. But those look fun. Like they kind of look like Super Dodgeball or like, a, or like the Extreme Volleyball. Whatever that game was on NES like that kind of had the art style of River City Ransom. It kind of looks like that. So. Yeah, yeah, super, super dodgeball. dodgeball. Yeah. yeah, so it looks fun. But there was also a volleyball one, too, that looked like that. Yeah, no, it, it's, I mean, I'm not going to buy it on day one, but it makes me want to play it. I'll wait till it's like 20 bucks or something. I'll wait till, wait till next year's Mario and Sonic game comes out, and then I'll buy it for like $10 or something like Madden, you know. Maybe I'll get it just to see Bowser riding a horse. <laughs> Yeah, and you can skateboard too with Bowser and Eggman and all that. There's a skateboarding mode. There's surfing. You can surf with with the black with the black uh, Sonic with Shadow. All sorts of fun stuff. There's there's a new Damon X Machina net demo. I was actually playing around with that when when I was trying to restart the computer and all that. Yeah, this one carries over just like Dragon Quest Eleven. Whatever you play goes into the game, and this is the prologue. I guess it's the beginning of the game. Whatever. I'm willing to give it another shot. I'm not wasn't planning on buying the game, but I'll try the demo again. I went through and created my own character and all that stuff. Hopefully, from what I saw wow. in the from what I saw in the video, it looked cooler. It looked faster and stuff. I don't know, mm. but yeah, I'll I'll, give it a shot. I'm downloading it. Right now. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna try that. 
once it comes out. Uh, there's a co-op mode in there as well, like a local co-op, I think, online as well. This next one I was pretty excited about, just because there's, like, no Star Wars games on the Switch. We finally got... It would be nice if we got, like, a trilogy of all of them, but... And this is a GameCube game also, so uh, Star Wars Jedi Outcast. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast, which is actually Dark Forces 3. It's all stupid confusing, but yeah. It would be really, really nice if they did a trilogy where you had Dark Forces, Dark Forces 2, Jedi Knight 1, and Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast. It'd be cool if they had all of those in one thing. But regardless, I'm happy to see an old Star Wars game on the Switch. I had that game for GameCube. I played the shit out of it. I thought it was really, really good. So, yeah, it'd be fun to play through it again. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in, I'm into it. It's a, uh, you know, it's basically first person shooting, but you can also do third person lightsabering. So, if you like Star Wars, I say play it. It's coming out on the 24th of September. So it's what was the one that we used to play back in the dorms? Like uh, it was probably back in, it was probably that oh, one. We did play that one because it had a it had a deathmatch mode on it. Yeah, where you could, like, if you were a Jedi, you could throw your sword or you could slash with it. It was pretty fun, like... Yeah, we played that. those two tactics. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, because you can do... Yeah, I mean, you you still have... There's guns and stuff, so you can do... There's, like, a first-person Doom-style thing with the guns, but you also have a whole bunch of Jedi-style... Like, you can do force pull and push and choke and all that stuff. And you can throw your lightsaber and jump high and, yeah... All that, all that fun stuff, and it was cool. Like I played through all of it on the GameCube, and I even got a, I even got the Jedi Academy, which like was sort of the sequel to that, and played through all of that on Mac. So, I was really into those, uh, those Jedi Knight games. You know, they were they were a lot of fun. I really would, I would love for them to put Dark Forces on there. Like when they did that whole like uh, limited run thing, you know, and they were like, mm-hmm. oh, we're only gonna release it for the computer or whatever i got excited that it'd be on switch but yeah no we got one we got the third one you know number two slash three so there you go uh after that more witcher 3 stuff come out on the 15th i think that that would be the rpg that you would love john is the witcher have you tried before i haven't played it but it's all action it's all action based there's no like menus or anything you know it's supposed to be really really good i mean like what was it i was listening to one of ign's podcasts and uh Per Schneider said that his two favorite games of all time are Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and Witcher 3. That's, wow. what, that's what he said. Wow. Yeah. So it came out the same year, I think. Yeah, so there you go. I think it's worth I think it's worth checking out and it might sway you on that one just because it's completely action and supposedly like the what people seem to love about it is like all the side all the side quests are just as important if not more important than the regular mm-hmm. quest is what I've heard. And, like, the romance stuff is good in it. But you don't have to do that, you know, that type of thing. But I'm really intrigued by it, and I'm definitely going to get but it. You, but as you take your time to do side stuff, like, it affects the overall. Yeah, like, the, it matters in a more realistic way. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I've yeah. heard about it. Yeah, I'll give it a look. People love it, though. But, yeah, more stuff. I mean, they haven't really officially shown the footage in a direct or a trailer or whatever. So this is their official one. But the, I mean, what they showed today... I, there was some video stuff, but yeah, it wasn't gameplay. Uh, it, it was. It showed him like on the horse riding around. That was gameplay, <laughs> but not but like, no, like like treehouse style gameplay. No, but I mean, like they haven't really like the only footage I think was shown was at games was at Gamescom. So they haven't really done like an official Nintendo thing showing it. So, but and yeah, and it's gonna have it's gonna have all the DLC that was released later. So it's like an ultimate version and all that. <laughs> So yeah, it's still it's still coming out on the fifteenth. Uh, after that, you know, games that I will never care for, but somebody does. Uh, 
Assassin's Creed Rebel Collection <laughs> uh, with the has the pirate Assassin's Creed Four with Assassin's Creed Rogue. I don't know. There's so many of those games that I can't keep track of them. Funny thing, I did actually buy Assassin's Creed Four on Wii U because everybody said it was so great, and I I fell out of it real quick. <laughs> was that one of the first? Was that like a PS3 game? I remember that being like the first Assassin's Creed being like a. You know, a tech showpiece. Yeah, uh, it was. Yeah, 360 PS3 was Assassin's Creed One, which everybody hated because of basically the fact that you're from the future and you're in the Animus or whatever, and it takes you back. <laughs> everybody was mad about that. And then there was Assassin's Creed Two that was supposed to be really good, and I did get that for PS3 and played it for a while until I realized that it was really boring. So I fell off of the series again. And then I bought the four Assassin's Creed four for Wii U because it was dirt cheap. It was like five dollars, and yeah, that one didn't really grab me either. But you know, people people love Assassin's Creed, so you get two and one. I think it's going to be full price. It's coming out on the sixth of December, so there you go. Yay, more Assassin's Creed. Uh, <laughs> Dauntless. They talked about that a little bit. Still doesn't have a release date. I was hoping that would be like a drops today thing. That's I don't that know like what that is. Dauntless is like the Monster Hunter meets Fortnite free-to-play game oh, right. kind of right. where you yeah where you like play it's supposed to be good i mean i'll try it it's free to play you know but i don't know a lot of people like it uh then they did a then they did a sizzle reel really quick i wrote all of them down we don't have to talk that much about them uh just dance 2020 grid autosport farming simulator nino cooney nba 2k20 call of cthulhu uh the outer world's Devil May Cry 2 and Vampire with a Y. I uh, see it like when I see something like Farming Simulator, it makes you want it. I, I well, no, it like stresses me out because I'm like, you know, like people are going to be like aggressively farming. It's true. <laughs> I don't know how that stresses you out. Does it because it... well, no, because games are like inspire violence, so like farmers are going to get like really violent because <laughs> of farming simulator 20 they're going to get really farming and they're going to start doing farms yeah it was we'll just look at my back window and someone's going to be growing corn in my yard <laughs> dude what happened to you just be careful I played a game about it man That's don't let happened. them detassel it otherwise <laughs> hey i mean you guys have no idea i've been like hanging out at zoos lately trying to throw chains around the animals there so i can like get them to fight for me <laughs> it's, it's, i mean that's all i can think about lately <laughs> it's just going and stealing animals and making them my making them my chain minions <laughs> so pokey chains yeah so uh yeah outer worlds is in there that's supposed to be really good uh i don't know that's the guys who did uh fallout it does look cool yeah i've heard a lot of talk about that uh, Devil May Cry 2, that's the, you know, another old re-release Warp. of the last one. So, there you go. Nino Kuni always looked cool to me. I like the style of it. Yeah, Nino Kuni's, uh, it's like a Pokemon style. And you collect so, is this the first and the stuff. second one? This is the first one, the good one. Okay. Apparently, everybody hates the second one. But no, Nino Kuni was uh, Studio Ghibli, so, like, the animation's really good on it. But it comes out the same day as Link's Awakening, so it kind of, like, I kind of push it to the side. Because it's right in between Link's yeah. Awakening and... And and Dragon Quest Eleven, it has no chance for me, you know. Uh, it really doesn't. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of be one I'll get later for cheap, maybe. And I do want to play it. I played the demo of it on PS3, and I enjoyed it. So yeah, that was a sizzle reel. Um, then they get into Animal Crossing for a bit. That's where I got my nickname, which is actually uh, just mentioned it because you can sell your weeds to uh, <laughs> you can send your sell your weeds to Tom Nook. So you are now officially a weed dealer in uh, in Animal Crossing. <laughs> Yeah, I totally missed that. I totally missed that pun. I was like, "Oh, you can sell your weeds now." And she's like, "Yeah, you know, like 
you like sell your weed, like your your weed dealer. I'm like, oh yeah, right. <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah, they just showed more of it. You can, uh, I like that you can dig trees completely out of the ground and move them from one place to another. That's really convenient instead of like shaking it and taking all the fruit mm-hmm. off and then cutting it down and then pulling out the stump and replanting it. Like now you can just pull the whole tree out of the ground and put it in your pocket and take it and put it in another part of the town. Like I love that. And uh, yeah, it showed uh, talks about like, you know, your tent and your and your phone and Nook Miles, a lot of stuff that we've already seen, but crafting materials. was a It's pretty much like, yeah. It. Yeah, you can make whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, you can make your you own stuff now. Arrange it how you want it. Yeah. You can make your own, like, uh, axe and, uh, and like, shovel and stuff like that, which is cool. You can still buy stuff from the store, of course. Uh, you can have eight people in your town at once online. That's really cool. Uh, and you can have four people per system, I believe, is what they said. So, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I saw the animal, I saw the fabled Animal Crossing, uh, case at, at, uh, GameStop when I was there. It's just, it's not really a case. It has the same. It has the same title on the front and the back. But you know, I was like, "Oh, Animal Crossing: New Horizons." I'm waiting. So I always like seeing more stuff of that. And then, uh, and then our last game, which was one that was kind of leaked a little bit because uh, Monolith Soft, their tw- their Twitter, they mentioned that everyone should watch the the direct, and they never really say that unless, of course, they have a hand in it, and they did. Uh-huh. Because uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 1 Definitive Edition is coming out in 2020. I'm 100% in on that. Because I have I have Xenoblade Chronicles for 3DS, but I always wanted to play it on the TV. And I was always planning on getting... I was planning on getting the, the Wii U Wii Virtual Console version. Whenever, like it, whenever they took that shop down, that was going to be what I was going to buy. I was going to buy that, and I was going to buy the Super Paper Mario that were on there. And now I'm just going to buy this version. I'm just going to buy this. It's kind of funny edition. that at one point in time that uh, it almost didn't people were get petitioning for yeah. this game to come out, and now this is the fourth version to come out. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, technically it is. Yeah, because there's the Wii, the Wii and the 3DS, and then the Wii U Virtual Console one, and now here's the fourth one. Yeah. I, re- I I would like them to do. I would love for them to do like all three of the of the Project Rainfall ones. In one yeah, four versions of each. Like, uh, yeah, no, like uh, Pandora's Tower and Last Story. I never played Last Story, but that was supposed to be really good. And it was made by one Pandora's of the... Pandora's Tower's on Wii U. It is. That one's good, too. I did play that one. Yeah. But, I mean, I it. it's uh, it's weird. It's a weird-ass game. But I I really... I say everybody should play it just because it's so weird. You go into this tower and you, like, get, get like, monster body parts to feed to your girlfriend that's slowly turning into a, a monster. It's amazing. Play it. But uh, it's it's a weird ass <laughs> game, but um, yeah, no, I would love to see all of those games come to the Switch at some point. Maybe not in one pack, just because they're all from different companies. But I would play a definitive edition version of Last Story or Pandora's Tower. Like I, I think those. I never played Last Story, but one of the original developers of Final Fantasy supposedly worked on it, so that's cool. And uh, yeah, that's that's our direct. Uh, what did you guys think of the direct? I was whelmed. You were whelmed. You weren't you weren't overwhelmed. You weren't underwhelmed. You're just Okay with it. Yeah, I was just okay. I really liked it. I felt like it was a direct for me. I mean, we got a GameCube game and a sixty-four game in there. <laughs> I mean, it's like I think. I mean, I think yeah. it was like the sizzle reel for the fall because <laughs> September we already knew was the hot month. So here it is, you know, top of the month, September. Yeah, you thought this was already loaded with shit. Well, guess what? There's more shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much into eighty percent of the stuff that's on here. So. You know, I mean, I just felt like me too. There, was, there wasn't like a big, like, whoa, surprise. Oh, that's the one we've been waiting for. 
that game. Not even the SBS games. Well, I feel like that that was like a foregone conclusion. We've waited for that for so long. It's I mean, like, that's okay, what we finally. Yeah, I mean, we kind of expected they but would what do about that, that naturally. You're them but all for no additional fee, and they're all coming out at once. Yeah, we did. That is nice. You guys did predict that we would have to pay more, and yeah, no, all of it coming out. You know, tomorrow, yesterday, if you're listening to this right now, having so it out this like week so soon is awesome. Leak. I love the original that. SNE, or the original NES games. Yeah, we were just talking about. I mean, Jess had just Jess was just talking was talking about how much she wanted to play Super Mario World, and she did on Wii U, and now she can play it on her own Switch. You know, because it's because yeah. it's out. And she's like, she's like, damn, I had just beaten Tubular. I don't want to play it again. <laughs> hard ass. I'm level. surprised we didn't get any uh, Mario Maker Two DLC. Yeah, that was that was kind of. Hey. I was, was going to say, like, what do you guys think was missing? Like, like, I figured they would mention something about the Mario DLC friend stuff. I know, uh, I know, Jess is. We've both been wait hoping that maybe Mario Party would get thrown a bone eventually, and we get mm-hmm. some DLC on that or a sequel or something. But mostly, I would think that they would mention some Mario, some Mario Maker stuff because that's been out for a couple months and it's popping big time. So I don't know what was you guys I mean, know. It's doing great on its on its own right now. I guess they're just waiting. You guys know what my favorite game was from the Nintendo Switch Direct, but what is your, what were yours? Hmm. I don't know. You know, I'm I'm really interested in the uh, Game Freak game in the Little t- Town Hero. Little yeah. Town Hero, yeah, yeah. I think that looks really cool. I'm interested in the uh, mechanics of it, and it seems like it's kind of puzzle-based on how you approach the enemies. Maybe not quite like scribble dots, but something along those lines. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I look forward to it. For sure. And also, yeah, you know, that one... Toby Fox music. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. I think aside from the usual suspects, you know, Luigi's Mansion and uh, Legend of Zelda, my pick for for uh, a new game that was announced would be uh, Return of Oberdin. I'm interested in that one. Oh yeah, yeah, that one looks really good. And of course, all of us are into the Super Nintendo games, you know. Right. That's of the, course. I guess without saying, I'm very very excited to play those. That's why I've been like, it's just more stuff for the portable. Oh yeah, yeah. Side of the console. I've been, which I, I mean, that's timed well with the release of the Switch Lite. I think uh, was it Chris Kohler said something about like after the after the direct we can all start like begging for Nintendo sixty four ports or something like that. So he kind of thought that the SNES thing was yeah. And I was like, uh, I was like, imagine if you could play Game Boy games on the go. I got I got a lot of likes for that actually. Nice. Yeah. No. I uh, got my Twitter love for that comment. I've been I've been feverishly looking for the Super Nintendo stuff on the eShop to to no avail. So hopefully they. Hopefully it comes out sooner than later tomorrow so I can play them because I really, really want to play them on the Switch. But yeah, that's uh, that's been the Nintendo Direct. I mean, I think I think we covered it pretty well. Is there anything else you guys want to say about it that I haven't said or that we haven't said? I mean, it's just proof that the Switch is uh, the where it's all going now. Like seeing Overwatch on it, like that was one of those things where you're like early on, they're like, there's no way Overwatch could ever be on Switch. That was a thing that was said early yeah. in the days. And like then... Uh, panic button came along and was like no look at all these like great doom games that we can do this and like mm-hmm. i don't know it's uh the switch can do great things and you're, you're you're doing the right thing if you're investing in the switch community i feel like i feel like the witcher 3 was also kind of that thing where people yeah. are like witcher 3 will never run on it and now it runs on it it's yeah. kind of i feel like that was also like the one where it's like oh this one will never work and now it's here so you see people online that are like, oh, well, the Witcher 3 is on there, so anything else can go on there, too. Basically, they're like, <laughs> when they said that early on, they're like, 
holy crap, look at this adoption rate of this console and how it's like beating out like monthly all other consoles. Uh yeah, we're gonna make it work. I still want yeah, away. I still really want Sega to fucking pull their hair their head out of their ass and put a Yakuza game on this system. That's that's really that's what I want. Those games are so good, and it would be lo- I would love to have them portable. I know John wants Grand Theft Auto. Is there like another thing that you'd want, I would Jeremy? Love that, I mean, is there something you want, Jeremy, that like still isn't on there yet? Like a big uh, hidden gem of of other systems that hasn't made it to the Switch yet? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would love if the uh, freaking Shadow of the Colossus and uh, like Eco and stuff came over, like. Mm. Uh, Sony's given their first pr- their properties over before, so it's yep. mainly through Smash. But and I, I actually, you know what? I Why like... not Metal Gear Solid? Yeah. Why not Metal Gear Solid Twin Stakes? Because yeah, yeah, no, Metal Gear great. Solid just turned twenty one years old, and there's already this game that was made for the GameCube. Like mm-hmm. that would be pretty cool. Yeah, made by uh, Silicon Knights, which I guess they're not really around anymore, are they? Mm-hmm. But I don't. I don't know where the. I'm sure the rights are still with Konami, and Konami doesn't seem to care that much. I would love. But I, bu- I actually bought that game. You know, within the past couple of years, I bought that on the GameCube, and I haven't played all the way through it. But you should still. It's good. It would be badass on the Switch. Yeah. To have you know the original Metal Gear Solid, but like plus. I would love to see them release like that Metal Gear Solid collection that they did, even though they've never really done collections on the Switch, probably because. They realize that it, you can make a lot more money to release everything separately because people are buying whatever. But but there's three threes on the 3ds, like in 3D. Yeah, there's a threes. Right. Yeah, there's a, a Metal Gear Solid three, which is my favorite one out of all of them on th- yeah. on 3ds. So I mean, bring two and three to the. Yeah. I think the first three could be brought, but well, I'd like to so see brings uh, you know twin snakes. Well, I'd like to see yeah. like a like the Metal Gear Solid collections that they have right now. That's on like Xbox and Sony. Just do that, but put twin snakes on there as well. Mm-hmm. Like that would be really cool. That'd be a neat thing to do. But uh, yeah, no, uh, I think uh, I think we've covered everything this week. I do want to thank we have a, we have a new patron on our Patreon account. Uh, friend of the friend of the show, Jesse Bramhall has a uh, is now a five dollar patron for us thanks jesse so uh thanks, thanks, jesse. thanks jesse uh we appreciate the support and all that and i hope you enjoy our extra shows which you other listeners can if you want uh at the one dollar level you can hear all of our extra live shows that we've done and our show me your game slash expansion pack shows that we've done we've talked about uh you know popular games that we don't like uh, we did a tony hawk episode just recently we did game boy episode um, we've done a bunch of different stuff. So, yeah. And also you can listen to this show as well at a higher bit rate and without commercials. So if that's how you want to hear it and sometimes early, depending on how quickly I can, I can edit it. So, and, and you'll get, and you'll get a feed for uh, this and drunk Monday and drunk Monday is the sister show that I do with Jess friend of the show. And we actually, we have a new episode coming out that was sponsored by John Knitter of this show. So. Listen to that. We went to go see Midsummer, which is probably one of the fucking weirdest movies I've ever seen, and uh, weird in a good in a good horror type way. But we're doing an episode about that, which was funded by the um, the gift card that John sent us. So nice. So it's our Fandango gift card. So that's our next one coming up. That'll be up on Monday. So if you're interested in listening to us talk about stuff, you can listen to that. We saw the director's edition with the extra thirty minutes too. So. It's like a three-hour horror movie. It was, it was amazing. 
But yeah, that's uh, check that out. Also, you can find us at nintendomainpodcast.com. Uh, Jeremy and I were on Twitter at Nintendo underscore domain, and Jeremy's at jmaxstack. Look at all my Final Fantasy VIII videos that I put up there. Uh, Jeremy has some as well, the, the GIFs that we did. And uh, you can check us out at YouTube also, youtube.com slash Podcast and uh, twitch.tv slash Podcast as well. I do late night streams Tuesday night at 2 a.m. and Friday night at 2 a.m. And I do, you know, release streams too whenever there's something that's coming out on Friday. So, so like when Link's Awakening comes out, I'll be doing a like midnight stream like that Thursday night. So you can always check that out on twitch.tv and see uh, see some of the games. I got Astral Chain stuff up there. I played Final Fantasy VIII stuff, all sorts of uh, Turok 2, all that shit. But yeah, thank you everybody for listening. And uh, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. Jeremy Rikowski. John Nitter. And uh, we will see you next week. We will talk to you next week. See you later. See you. They do the same thing, but yeah, but I, this is twice the bits now, so it's gonna take them a little bit more time. <laughs> yeah, it's true that we'll save that joke for the show, so you say it again. <laughs>